everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Brad Ellis. Zelda. Michael Damiani. Zelda 2. <laughs> and Brandon Jones. Zelda 3. <laughs> Zelda 3. I mean, they made a third one. A link to the Past. They wasn't, did. wasn't called Zelda 2 or 3, so I, I figured it, that applied. It was Zelda 3 in magazines, right? Yeah, it was a, it was tentatively called that. Yeah. And yes, actually, it's called Zelda 2 The Adventure Link. Link, yep. Uh, Brad, it's called Zelda, Zelda 2? There's a there really? big Roman numeral 2 in the oh. official title. It's the only, the only number. So, there's a little thing that haunts me about Brandon Jones. Whoa. Never playing through Final Fantasy 7 still haunts me to this day. Okay. Mm. Brandon Jones, I want you to promise me right here that you will play part one. That's your goal? That's my goal. <laughs> okay, so we'll say that. By the end of the podcast, oh, okay. you get Jones you need to, to promise. You will so promise me. I, will, I will think about that during yeah. this podcast and give you an answer at the end. Okay. Yes. All right. That you will play. Uh, Damiani, what's your goal? Wow, that was pretty ambitious, Brad. That's a good goal. Um, I want him to do it. Redemption. I, wow. I just want to get Kyle Bossman at some point... To look over to me and go, you know what, Damiani? You're absolutely right. Wow, that's a good. <laughs> it's not that. It's you not should, the that should always be. It's not the same as proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proof is I have to make Kyle. Yeah, yeah. You can't out force right. me to do it. I'm just yeah. going to choose to say that. I'm, yeah, like I'm going to say something, mm. and I'm going to look at you, Kyle, and you're going to be like, <laughs> Damiani, you're absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely right, Damiani. <laughs> uh, Jones, what's your goal this week? To bring up Pokemon at some point before Ooh. the end of the podcast. Okay. Mm. My goal this week is a tough one. Every time I say switch, my goal is to say switch. <laughs> Uh, let's get to corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Zombie U is the sequel to Ubisoft's first game, Zombie. Who got that eye. wrong? I didn't know. I had no idea that was... A, it doesn't get it wrong. I just didn't know. Yeah. You knew like that? all their marketing and... St- I had no idea. I had, I had to look it up I to make we sure. I talked about you this one. You gotta Google Zombie 1984. Right. <laughs> anyway. It's a thing. It's a game. I thought Bloodworth like, made sure everyone knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Mandate. Um, everyone must know. The pyramids were most likely not built by slaves. Okay. Take that, Ian. Uh, Deus Ex Revol- Human Revolution Director's Cut is available on PS3 and 360. And some Genesis games actually did use the mode button. Cool. Ed, corrections, music, please. On its own or to... To, to activate those other controllers, uh, like a like a taunt button in a fighting game. Huh? I thought that was the coolest thing. Fascinating, yeah. Yeah. It has like practical use of switching it into the three button controller if necessary, but also some games later on use that as a button in itself, which I think is pretty cool. Do y'all, remember, do y'all, do y'all remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Oh, when they announced one of those new video games. Yeah. <laughs> video game announcement. All right. We just made some people mad, probably. Yeah. Why? Why? They're terrible accents. That's just a sweet southern accent. I'm just saying. They like video Someone games out too. there ain't happy. All right, let us know. <laughs> let us know if that made you mad. Let us know. Corrections. We'll correct yeah. it. Ac- accent corrections. This week we saw the announcements of Middle Earth Shadow of War. The direct sequel to Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Whether they wanted to announce that this week or not. Yep. It happened. Yeah, leaked. Tell me tell us what that means, Jones. It it leaked. I don't know. Do we know why it leaked? Target. Yeah. Target accidentally leaked the box art. <laughs> mm-hmm. My beloved Target. <laughs> Which is funny because I, I got to look at it, you know, a couple times to be like, is that a, that's such a Shadow of Mordor? Yeah, nope, that's the new game. Yeah, there's a couple of new characters I didn't recognize. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like fonts the same, art's the same. Um, but yeah, new, new box art, new game. Mm-hmm. About time for them to announce something, you know, to two years later, right? For like team, yeah. We'll expect it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, actually, no, I have, a re- I have a release date and it's August 22nd, 2017. So it's not a fall release. Yeah. I think it's a pretty big deal. Filling that summer gap. Uh, from Monolith Productions. Uh, okay, so 
we saw we watched the trailer directly before this podcast as we like to do keep it fresh what's the impression panel what do you think about this game i'm down Brad is down. I'm down. Thank wow. goodness. Yeah, I'm down. Thank goodness, Brad. Why are you down for this? Uh, first one had some problems. With it. It's fun, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm hoping for like an Assassin's Creed One, Assassin's Creed Two situation where they kind of address a lot of the problems in the first one. And just nice. Ramp it up. That's what I'm hoping from this game. So, what problems were there in the first game that could be fixed in this? one? I thought the Nemesis system wasn't broad as I would kind of liked it. It just kind of like felt not special after a little while. Combat's whatever. I felt oh, I felt way too overpowered in that game. It's, maybe that's just a problem I have. Like, I was killing like video games? 80 orcs at a time. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> no, Brad, you're just good. <laughs> just uh, like, right, dude. So they did mention some stuff like that in their press release, in their press materials, about how the Nemesis system is going to expand to bases and that there will be like living bases this somehow. That's what I want to hear. Where yeah. orc armies <laughs> this live. That's what I like, yeah. And yeah, in different ways that the, the Nemesis system will be used in terms of creating alliances and teaming up with people yeah. and things like that. They definitely... The, the Nemesis system, capital N, capital S, is mentioned many times in the press release for this thing. <laughs> yeah. Award-winning Nemesis system, yeah. they call it even. Uh, Damiani, are you excited about that award-winning Nemesis system coming back? <laughs> Not really. How come? Uh, after watching the trailer, just going off the trailer alone, yeah. um, I don't think I'm really going to get into that just because it looked it looked like fan fiction to me. Oh. <laughs> and, and I get, I get, like, a lot of these games cannot literally take place in the main story. Yeah. They try and tell you side stories. But what I saw in there, it looked like Retcon City. Let's go over it. It was a little too fantastical. Let's break it a down. A little too ridiculous. I like that. Like, if you're going to do like a weird side story, let's just get crazy. Let's get nuts. Because they do get nuts. And let's it was getting like, a ball like, coming out of the ground. Let's like, break yes. it. Yeah, there's a ball rug that yeah, comes out of the ground cool. halfway through this. But Sauron coming back. And Sauron's it's there. Like, hey, just Sauron. great to see yeah. her is back. And... Hey, uh, all the, the I'm armies. pounding out a ring of my own. Yeah, like I'm making another ring that's just it's powerful. It's the yeah, one yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is one this? Th- yeah. One thing I want: okay. better boss fights in this game. Bring on the boss fights. Bad in the first game. Okay. Bad so boss fights. Are the boss fights not your nemeses? I mean, those are like, separate? but there's actual like boss fights oh, okay. in the story. Okay, bad. Um. So yeah, it does. To Damiani's point, it seems like they're throwing a. A lot of things in the game. And Jones, here's what I thought was cool about uh, Shadows of Mo- Shadow of Mordor. Uh, is that... Oh, dear. Uh, it had its own vibe. It was yeah. it was a side story, but it was telling its own story. Here we have this game takes place directly after. It takes place between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Uh, it does seem like they're throwing everything into it. Yep. Do you think this game will still have its own identity? Sure, it's tough for a Lord of the Rings game to have its own identity. It's all it's all just kind of lumped in there. But Shadow actually, of Mordor did it, I think. Yeah, it had but its it was, own identity. It was weird because the Shadow of Mordor had Gollum, and that was definitely an impersonation. I mean, that's definitely the Gollum from the Peter Jackson trilogy. Yeah. Whereas the some of the voices at the beginning of this trailer didn't seem like that was not Kate Blanchett, and that was not like a voice match. That, that, Do you like, think it's the same character? Uh, I don't know. It was the same kind of dialogue. Okay. Like like Galadriel said those lines. But in visually, the trilogy, they're so. definitely going after the movie. Yes. The Balrog looks like the Balrog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I really enjoyed the first game. I was actually one of the uh, one of the people um, at GT and at the ECA that was like a fan of that mm-hmm. game. Uh, so 
I'm kind of on the fence because I'm excited about what they could do with the sequel, what they could do more. Uh, I mean, the technology around the nemesis and everything aside, just having two more years with this generation and just know, like getting more comfortable with their engine and uh, reexamining that open world because the open world was interesting and I enjoyed that game. But like you look at the open world games we've gotten since then, like Far Cry 4, we got Red Dead coming later this year, we got Horizon and like uh, it was a bunch of dirt and rocks and, and mountains and stuff and like some wooden bases like that was about it it did like yeah. the, the world itself didn't have a lot of diversity to it and this one definitely will so it was kind of yeah, yeah like the, one of the first words i was sad to read in the press release was mordor i was like oh we're going back to mordor like how <laughs> how much can we spice that up well, there, was, there was definitely the weird like jungle area of mordor it was like oh yeah that, that's part of mordor oh, yeah. it's like it's really um and it, yeah it might be it might be so in the books but like from that trailer i'm not interested at all like just because i i hate it's kind of how it felt in the prequels. Like every time Obi Wan was like slipping and falling, it was like, "No, Obi Wan, I hope he doesn't die. Look out, Obi Wan. Anakin, catch him." It's like he doesn't die. He's in Episode Four or Five. You know, he's in Episode Four. So in this, we're looking at the opposite. So now when he's like staring across it, like Sauron, he's like, "I'm coming for you." It's like you're not. We know you don't. We know you don't defeat him. <laughs> we know you don't do anything because we don't know you. So it's like, what are you, are you gonna? It's kind of well, like what Brad said. No, it's we like, no, he either, defeats him because he's not in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. So, Sauron's down. He's down when Lord of the Rings. We take starts. him down, dude. But here's the thing: but I think <laughs> I think Sauron died a long time ago before. Right before Lord he's, of the Rings. So now so he's, he's like, like back now resurfaces like, and then get, will be taken back down by the end of this game. Right. That's how right. it has to work out. So it's, just, it's kind of like Force Force Unleashed, where it's like I'm gonna get back at Vader, and it's like I hope you yeah. don't kill him. It's I think that's a really boy. Uh, that's gonna be a climactic fight. So it's again, I, I, it's not that I don't enjoy it. Like I I love running around decapitating. Like even the, like I, like th- that game could have been more difficult. I, I wonder if I actually go back to that uh, Brad now that I've played Bloodborne. <laughs> if I Uh-oh. received like an education, <laughs> you got some. Because I remember now. like talking to Huber and was like, "What'd you think?" And he's like, "So easy." I was like, "Really." I didn't. I didn't think that was so easy. Like, I definitely enjoyed building up my skills and getting better at just running around. I just loved like running at a base and just chopping an orc's head off. Like, imagine just an yeah. orc just being yeah, like, cool. "What are we eating for lunch?" And then your head is gone because I just like happened to come by your base, <laughs> like, and then and, and then run away. And, like, that's it. Just decapitating that guy. But from the trailer, eh. okay, uh, we'll see more gameplay soon of this. I think March eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see more gameplay soon. Uh, I'm hopeful. Yeah, August. August is crazy. To me, that implies that WBIE has a bigger game for the holiday season. Yeah. They haven't really... Perhaps, they got Lego. They really some more Lego stuff, Batman but it's not... Game. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps oh, my goodness. Batman, Batman. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> perhaps Batman. We have another huge story this week. Almost as big as a game announcement. Xbox has announced something called Xbox Game Pass. There's a lot to talk about here, so let's uh, let's get the necessary information out of the way first. First, I think most importantly, ten dollars a month, you get over 100 Xbox One games that are downloadable. You can download those games. You have access to those. They do rotate per month. Not oh. all of them move out. Not all of them move in. But some games drop out. Some games drop in. So your ten dollars doesn't guarantee you can play that game forever. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge deal, I think. Sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, I want to compare it to two similar services. Uh, but one thing we I want to do before... No, let's do that now. Let's understand exactly what this thing is. So, it's like EA Access and it's like PlayStation Now, right? Mm-hmm. You hear that, it's like, oh, they're doing like PlayStation Now. So, I want to talk about those two other things. Um, EA Access, pretty cool. Uh, $5 a month or $30 a year is how you can pay for EA Access. Mm-hmm. 
The games never rotate out. They toss them in the vault. It is there forever. Mm. And that's because they're only EA games. EA is just writing contracts to itself, and they don't care. <laughs> uh, if you are part of EA Access, you get 10% off all EA games and DLC. That's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I should mention that with Xbox Game Pass, you get 20% off games you want to keep. Let's say you're playing one of those 100 games. Oh. You download it. And like, oh man, I don't want this to go away ever. I'm going to buy it. You get 20% off. And you get 10% off all DLC off those games that are within that 100 hmm. of the month. Um, back to EA Access. There are 43 games on EA, EA Access right now. Uh, EA Origin, the one on PC, has 30 games currently. Uh, some of the games on EA Access, uh, all the Mass Effects, you can play every single one of those on EA Access. Star Wars Battlefront is already on there. And the current Madden is on there. So they, they load up that vault. I think yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, now for our third point of comparison. Let us look at PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now is $20 for one month or $44 for three months. That's it. You cannot buy yearly. It's just one of those two things. There are 450 plus games. All of them are PlayStation 3 games. And they do rotate as well. Uh, currently only available on PlayStation 4 and PC. No. That's not true. They announced that the the plans will end in August, but as after August, you will only be able to do PlayStation Now and PlayStation 4 and PC. The PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, PlayStation TV, Sony Bravia televisions, and Sony Blu-ray players, and all Samsung televisions are getting dropped <laughs> on August 15th, 2017. Wow. Well, okay. Uh, so those are, the, those are the three services we're looking at Quick right question. now. Quick question. Yeah. Can you... When you use the PlayStation Now or whatever, can you do you actually download the game or is it just streaming? Only streaming. Ooh. You never download those games. Okay. You need some fast internet, buddy. Okay. Much more limited. Yes. Okay. So those are, that's what we're looking at. That is a thing that is uh, currently, I think, basically alpha testers are checking out. Maybe the, we can call them beta testers, but uh, we'll be rolling out in late spring for everybody. The expanded audience. Are we excited about this? Uh, I'm personally not excited, but I think it's a really cool thing for the people. It's like running a game, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like going to Blockbuster, you spent 10 bucks, and they say, okay, go nuts. Yeah. Though, here's the thing. We should talk about the games themselves, because I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. Here, okay. Here's the games that they were okay with announcing. For Xbox. That, that they felt comfortable with announcing for Xbox. Halo 5 Guardians. Whoa, they're going all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're putting Halo 5 up. Payday 2. Uh-oh. Okay. NBA 2K16, which is from 2015. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Soul Calibur 2. Great old game. Great game. Great old game. Great game. That's it. That's all they're willing to say is, is coming oh, for Oh, right sure. now. Wow. Yeah. So. It's a little rough at launch. It's weird that those are your four. Those are your, This is basically the scope of what you're going to see it's on like our platform. Variety, though. You know? Yeah. Fighting games. I think it's a bad sign they're putting out a, the 2015 version of NBA. Whereas, you know, EA Access yeah. is like, hey, this is this year's, this is the most recent Madden. When this launches in late spring, that, that NBA game is going to be old. Yeah. Well, they um, just want you to buy the new one, that's why. Yeah. Because um, right. they could potentially lose a lot of money if you just pay 10 bucks a month and you to play all the Madden you want for a month. Right. Yeah, it's that weird play. You play the old version and then you think, oh, maybe I'll buy the new one. So they got you. Mm-hmm. They got I, you on I both ends. The, I love the idea, though, you can buy this for 20% off. If you're loving yeah. this, just buy it for I do like that. Up. That's very cool. I, I love that idea. Um, I should mention, it's not quite fair to just say those four games. 
because they did mention all the publishers who were on board, including 2K. Obviously, we got uh, 2K16. Uh, 505 Games, Bandai Namco Entertainment, Capcom, Codemasters, Deep Silver, Focus Home Interactive. I don't know that one, to be honest with you. Sega, SNK Corporation, THQ Nordic, and Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, and of course, Microsoft Studios. Um, so it sounds like it's a lot of older games. It might be a lot of older games. Which it, is really... It might be a, which is really cool if you missed a lot, though. Yeah. Like, if you're brand new to the console or something. Uh, also, no Ubisoft, I just noticed. Oh, okay. Huh. Maybe they'll try their own thing. They might try their own thing. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, if you looked at the games that are currently they're testing out, it is predominantly 360 games. Uh, basically, it is, I think, 21 games total, and five of them are Xbox One games. And so, I don't... Obviously, we don't know. We don't know what to expect, what the ratio will be when this thing launches, but, uh, Damiani, do you think that's a good value? Do you think this is kind of the way video games will be going? Um, I don't know if it's the way it's going to be going, but I, I think it's a good, probably a good value for the service. I, I think it's something that people who own an Xbox, it's like certainly a benefit to them. Uh, it, it, even if it's going to be like older games, like 360 games, I mean, I've always kind of championed like having this digital service that you did like a subscription-based service that you pay a monthly fee to then you get access to the library of retro games mm-hmm. so now that if they're gonna even if they're gonna primarily do 360 and older titles to me that's that's pretty cool because hey uh these are the these are the games i want to play because i have an xbox one maybe my, i don't have my xbox 360 anymore it's broken down i know they have the backwards compatibility stuff but maybe there were those games i didn't, I didn't you know play and stuff and if you don't have a 360 anymore it's like and they're not and you can't play it on Xbox One for whatever reason, or you just don't want to buy the physical copy. It's just like, hey, I'm already paying, like, what was it? How much is it for a month again for this? $10 a month, $10 baby. a month. If you see the months coming up, oh, uh, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can get that, and I can play some other games as well for that month, whatever's there. I mean, and you can play as much. You could literally beat the game in that month if you want. Yeah. And then even if it get rotate, rotates out, it's like, well, that's cool. I beat it. I'm yeah. assuming you get to keep all the save data and stuff. It's not like they're going to, like, wipe that stuff so if it ever comes back in rotation again or something you can just like wait for it I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna put the game back in rotation down the line right you can't assume that you can't assume you think the Peace game will Wars never come is coming back. back to netflix what stuff stuff they rotate stuff on netflix all the time beast wars has never come back down well, some stuff might not but that's because of licensing issues that's what these are too though that's why they rotate out. oh i know but yeah. like some of these they're like they're just doing it because they want you to come back later oh, some sure. of it is licensing uh-huh. some of it is we just want to keep it up there for the whole time because this is a good game if you didn't finish it this time you'll maybe come back next time and finish it um i personally would prefer to have the 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 actually like the Netflix model where it is you have access to everything. It might not always be there, but like the entire catalog is there. Not like they cherry pick a few from their catalog. Here are the few things. It'd be like this to me is like if Netflix had its entire catalog, but they picked only like eight series. Here we're gonna pick four TV series, four new movie releases. It's a hundred games. It's a hundred games. You said there's only launching with four. Oh, that's what the only ones they were willing to admit. Oh, okay. Right now. I'm, yeah. That's so they gave you the number and so those each, specific So each month yes. you'll have access to 100 you'll games. You'll have 100 games to choose from. Out of their entire library. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that is that is a good amount. Yeah. But I, it would be nice to have, like, everything and pay a little bit more. I think it would be a licensing nightmare to put everything up. Yeah. I mean, I I'll, concede, I'll concede, like, the licensing would be, like, yeah. a problem. But in an ideal world, it'd be just, like, I want this on every system. You have this ready on with PlayStation Now, but it's only limited to the, the, the PS3 games. And it's, as you said... 
it's streaming only, which is yeah. like quite annoying. This is and great because it's expensive. Can, twice yeah. as much. Yeah, yeah. it's more expensive. Which I, when they first announced the price, sorry to go back to like PlayStation Now. No, that's why I brought them up. It was the pricing was ludicrous when they announced those. It's like what? Yeah, no one's good. This is too no. Come on, Sony. Come on. But you're still getting trophies. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Sony. This is not right. This is this is one of your not great decisions. Uh, I, I I think this will be good because. I think Microsoft needs everything they can get uh, to, to keep people and, and keep the, the sales of their system going just because they've had to combat a lot of the the whole cross-play thing. Like, you, you own it, you can play it on PC or whatever. There haven't been mm-hmm. that many. But a lot of people keep bringing up the point, like, I'll just play it on PC. Why do I need to buy an Xbox One to play these games if I can just play it on PC? I don't care about playing it on both. Yeah. And I think it's been tough because I think it's a higher level thing than the Xbox division. I think it's like a whole like Microsoft new creed like hey, everything's wrapped in this new like umbrella environment stuff. Like we got to push this. We got to push this like this system out. And they're like, "Sorry, Xbox, like you, we, we want people buying all these other things as well and like we need to like this is for the you're taking one for the team." And I feel it's kind of put Xbox at disadvantage this generation. Uh, quite honestly. Yeah. So this is something good to kind of combat that's like, hey, if you want to play like our older games, look at this service we're offering like and to I, learn new people. What's interesting about this is they say that it works on PC as well, but mm. you're only playing the games that work on PC. Mm. And mm. a lot of those 360 games Damiani's talking about, you can't play on PC. Yep. And so that is a cool thing. I mean, hey, if you want to play all this cool 100 Xbox 360 games a month, there they are. Jones. Mm. So let's talk about PlayStation now. Let's talk about Nintendo's weird thing. Are they going to have to adapt because of... Sorry, if you want to know what Nintendo's weird thing is, uh, that's the... You've got to be more specific than that. Yeah, yeah, that is the... Uh, <laughs> you're, paying, you're paying for online now with Nintendo, and right. one of the bonuses is that you will be able to rent an NES or Super Nintendo game uh, for one month, but then that goes away forever. So that's a selection of things, but you can only pick one of each from each console for each month? One from either console so you want it so two games total one from each sorry one game total one game total yes two consoles available yes multiple games on each console available yeah you can only pick one game per month yes wait for nintendo you actually get the because it takes you a month to beat an nes or super nintendo game do you think they're forcing (laughs) out nintendo picks the other options for you it's so damiani we we read yeah this is the problem like we read their language directly and we still don't know we we read we read aloud what that said yeah I just got confused with it because they're being terrible at their messaging on that. Yeah, and they are. And so, Jones, do you think they have to do better because of this plan? It's tough for me to think about services like this in terms of competition because it's like, are you looking for the best value to get a system like this to work for you to get free games? Or are you just happy you have a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One or a Switch? Like, I don't... It's tough for me to imagine the consumer that signs up for all three. That doesn't make sense (laughs) to me. Because that's too many. There's no way you're playing enough in every month to take advantage of those things. Yeah. So you have to pick and choose. And for me, that consumer decision would be based on just the console that you have. So like I would, I would gripe at Sony for this being too expensive, but I wouldn't necessarily like hold them against what Xbox was doing if I don't own an Xbox One or if I'm not primarily playing those games on Xbox One. You know, it's just like if if you have an Xbox One and that's your only console and you don't really PC like like play games on PC that much, get this. Like the, the, this makes sense. This is something that I think would work out for you, and it's something that obviously these companies want. They're like, it'd be great if you could give us money every month. Just do that. But you're telling Sony like, don't bother. No, not don't bother. But like, I I, I don't I don't see 
of all of the of all the reasons why these people are why these companies are competing against each other, I don't see that having a huge difference. Like I don't see somebody, you know, uh, signing up for the Xbox thing and like I'm just waiting for Sony to lower their price, so I'll sign up for that one too. Yeah. I just, if, if you ha- if you if you belong to Sony's thing and Xbox's thing, that's just so many games every month to. To, to actually play to get a value. You'd have to exhaust yourself to like make it worth it. I hear you there. Like, Brad, do you think this will this will be successful? Do you think this will be a big deal? Uh I think it'll just be moderately. Like it'll do alright. That's no, kind of I don't think a lot of people will like talk about it a lot, but it'll just be there quietly in the background. Yeah, I kind of see it EA Access is very successful. And we never talk about it. Yeah. And I think it might be at that level. Just That's what, that was what I was going to say. We yeah. never talk about EA Access. And yeah. I, d- I don't know if it's successful or not, but if, I guess it is. Yeah. And so I think I think it, it's it's that level of success. I think I think it might be there. Well, I think EA Access is successful because it does stuff with brand new games, too. I forgot to mention that. You're yeah. right. You get to play the games a week so early. So right. people are like all five days that. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. a, that's the thing. I just don't see... If you're not into one of these services, I, I don't see you getting interested. You know, I, I don't. I don't see the. I don't think it's worthwhile for Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft to go after fans of the other side. You know, and try. No, you should really get this discount here, and that's really going to be worth your while. But if you're like planning, if you're like, all I'm going to play this year is Mass Effect Andromeda and FIFA and Madden and you know whatever Battlefront Two, or it was like, if you're like, I am so into EA, then like save money doing this, mm-hmm. but don't just jump into it because you like games. Like I would only pick and choose. It's like uh, Netflix. It's like this, this sounds like the same service of Netflix. I'm not signed up for Amazon and Hulu and Crackle. And, you know, it's like I don't have like 20 of those memberships. I really just pick one or two and focus on those. Uh, that's and, and, a fine analogy. And that's for television shows and two-hour films versus like, you know, 30, 40, 50-hour RPGs and sports games you could play all year. And I, I just don't see like... When I started paying for a cable, I had to say buy to Crunchyroll. Hurt, man. But I was like, I can't do it all. I when I when Yeah, I, I made the decision last year, the year before, to just have Netflix. And I said goodbye to cable. Damian, like, how are you making fun of me for quitting Crunchyroll? Oh, for getting cable. Oh, okay. Ooh. I mean, but Ooh. I'm the I'm opposite. Like, I, I do have Netflix... Mm-hmm. And I do have, oh, because I, I Prime with Amazon, I watch their stuff on their Prime Video. But that's but that's because I get a some whole. Some of that's free. I don't like get yeah, Amazon Prime. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd pay for Amazon's video service if it was on its own. It's yeah. because I get it with Prime. Yeah. But I do like go through that, and I have HBO now, and I yeah. I am constantly going through those three. And there'll be times when I get like a little annoyed that no, none of them have what I'm like looking for, and I go and I, I'll end up being on Amazon. I'll be like, you can buy this. I'm like. Why does no service have this yeah. thing? And that's what I was alluding to with like, I want a service and I get the licensing part of it. Mm-hmm. Just in a perfect world somewhere, the licensing thing is solved. And in one place, I can just watch what I want to watch and pay a monthly fee for it. Like, but sometimes it gets me. Sometimes it does work because of how easy it is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like the last night. ninety nine, whatever. Last yeah. night, I was like, oh, I haven't seen The Arrival. I keep hearing good things about it. Yeah. It's probably never going to be on one of these stupid streaming services. It's only three ninety nine or $4.99 right now. De- done. Screw it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Like, but Amazon's great with doing that. But, like, that's how they're going to get maybe some people with that, too. Like, Xbox fans, fans of 360 games, if they're paying into that service, oh, it's only 10 bucks a month. I'm ready to have an Xbox One. I want to play some old 360 games, you know, and I never had a 360 or something or got rid of it. And then you're having so much fun with that game, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to, like, buy this. You know, this is, like... 20% off. Yeah, then you got the discount. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so funny that they do movie rentals. I wonder if they're ever going to get into game rentals. That I could just drop two, three, four bucks on a game and get it for, like, a day. Mm -hmm. You know? I think this is the closest they'll get. Yeah. I wonder. I think this is as close as you get because I don't think 
publishers want to do that. I don't think they want to let us do that. Hmm. Yeah, I think that the that's, that's... So everyone would just rent the game. Especially yeah. if it's, like, brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll never see that for, like, new games. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely... I wonder what kind of games will come to the service. That'll obviously be... As with anything, the well, the like, answer, the value. With movies, they do it after the theatrical release, mm-hmm. and sometimes a little bit before the home video release. But the reason they do it, I think, is so successful, is because it's cheaper. They're trying to get those people who just want that one-time consumption, who don't like. I'm not going to watch this movie again, so let's just lower the price a bit. There is a way to do this for game, like because it's like four ninety nine versus like the Blu Ray is like oh sure sure or even okay, the, even like Amazon's four ninety nine to rent or yeah. fifteen dollars for the HD like the to own it yeah they could do this for games if they did reduce price like what? like a one time fee what are you talking about like okay so the game comes out it's brand new it's sixty nine ninety nine right, fifty so nine ninety nine like, Titanfall we'll say okay. Yeah. So what if they did like after like a certain enough time has gone by you know how they like lower the price and everything yeah like that's that? just called a sale man. Oh, <laughs> they they don't have to frame it like that anymore. Like they just do you it. Just call uh, it something different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't or, sorry, get no, it. Sorry, the it's early, not a sale. No, it's no, no, a clearance. I, sorry, I was forgetting the early access thing that EA does. Oh, okay. If you could pay like a reduced price for like temporary access to it, like you can play this oh, game gotcha. for a like, week like for like for thirty rental. bucks. For thirty bucks, we'll yeah. let you play like Battlefield One Part Two or whatever. For this week only, and it's ahead of its release. Battlefield so, One Part Two. I want that so bad. Where <laughs> <laughs> they call it? Like you know, twenty ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. You get it for this week, and that's it. But like, you pay like a severely like discounted price for it. I think some people might bite that because like I only play this game for a week. Oh, and I get to play it early too. Like perfect. Like you know, this is a win win situation. Those people might never have bought the full price game to get in that experience. Like, and eh, I get to play sixty bucks for this game, but. Hmm, $30, but you only get to play for a week? What I, I might love, do it. What I love about EA Access, though, it's the opposite idea of that. It's the idea of that the longer you're part of EA Access, the more value you're get, getting out of the same amount of money. We're just going to keep stacking into that vault. You'll never want to be. No, yeah, that, but what you'll I, always get the yeah, access yeah, to the vault when you sign up, right? Sorry? You'll always get access to the vault when you sign up. Yeah. So... Actually, if you don't give them money and wait, that's the best value. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think of ways like to get that extra sale, basically. Like think of like yeah. a salesperson, like people who don't want to pay for service. Like I don't want to pay a recurring fee every month. Yeah, I just want one specific game at one time. I get what you're saying because we're not buying Blu-rays right now. Yeah, and they, there is a chance for that uh, movie people to make money or, from us. Who or are basically never like paying, sorry, and paying yeah. to rent a game. So you brand new game comes out. 69 like $60 you own it you can resell it you can do whatever or you could pay for like a one week access even if it's not early for like one week access game you pay $30 or something but after that week we cut off your license to that game it's digital only yeah. you can't play it after that week so I don't maybe, think they should do it I really don't think they should do it yeah I don't I, I think that too many people would do that over yeah. the new game price mm-hmm. but that week early thing would be perfect because a lot of people would be like damn mm. just pay another $30 you get the full game after that week like that money you paid towards that advanced release. This is insane. We'll count towards it. I'm thinking like that'll never happen because they'll piss off like everyone they work with like it's physical stores. Yeah. They'll piss off Amazon, Ooh. they'll piss ah. off GameSpot or so, they, so they don't care. Brad, I didn't even I didn't even like look into the story. I just saw the headline. This is really related though, is that uh GameStop stock hit took a hit today after the announcement of the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, man. oh yeah. Uh do you see this as an assault on physical games? An assault, Damiani. I don't know. We're just getting closer, closer, Sorry. digital. Yeah. Like everything. Are you cool with it? 
I mean, I like my physical games too, but it, like, if it gets to a point where they can cut out like the middleman in that sense and just make games cheaper in the long run, like forty dollars instead of sixty, like that, mm-hmm. I think it'd be successful. Okay. Because they don't have to pay uh, like the people to ship the games to stores or anything like that. They can cut all that out, huh. and if they just did that instead. It is insane, actually, that we still pay $60 for digital games. Yeah, that... That is yeah, insane. it's like, why that, are you paying that? You like, can't You don't do that it. for movies. Yeah, they're, they're, you do not do that for movies or music. They're it's doing it for ridiculous. the stores. Like, a ton yeah. of people would go digital if they were cheaper. Yeah. A they're, ton. They're doing it for the stores. But right now, they're making a ton of money off the yeah. digital oh, sales. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did see how... Like, it's not just GameStop. You saw, like, all the brick-and-mortar places are, like, bad news for, like, all of them. Like, tar- your beloved Target, like, reported they did horrible... And they're gonna have like a bad year this year, and they have to close like a, sh- a ton of s- stores. And you're year. blaming video games for Target? No, I'm just saying like in general, like like this is what's happening. No one can compete with Amazon and stuff. So when you say like Amazon does like that, they don't care. Amazon like owns everything. And mm-hmm. if it goes digital, this they'll get like something where hey, we'll sell the digital thing along with you, EA or whoever. But yeah. we'll give you a kickback or something like give us ten percent of you know commission fee or whatever if it sells on our our site, but we'll still kick them to you. Like, everyone has to go through Amazon right now, like, in, in one way or the other, so... Which was their plan all along. Yeah. Amazon's been trying to cut off... They've been losing money oh, to cut but, everyone else but out the, this but whole these, time. But because there's a reduction of brick-and-mortar stores, that's where these yeah. companies like EA and, them ha- and Sony and Microsoft have to do these digital services because they have to evolve because they're losing the, the physical sales because they're dwindling each year and year after year. Mm-hmm. So they got to do something to entice people to keep paying them and buying into the system. And they don't even care. Following our digital future, we had a really fun Nintendo Direct this morning. This is fun. Normally, news drops after we record the podcast. <laughs> Today, we had news drop on a Tuesday. Gift wrapped. Yes. <laughs> uh, this this Nintendo Direct was all about Nindies, independent Nintendo Switch games. Nintendies. <laughs> yeah, they call them Nindies. They nindies. call them Nindies. I like that. Yeah, yeah I do. Nindies. Uh, wait, why are you being negative already, Damiani? <laughs> this no, is this- good. I mean, it's good. I just Nintendo has to always do things. Oh, something. Way. Yeah, we're doing it our way. We gotta yeah. call it something else. You're 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 on multiple platforms, but when you're yeah. on ours, you're yeah. a Nindy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, yeah. it's like, come on, really? I hear you. Whatever. Uh, How Nindy of you. <laughs> so, Brad, you watched you watched this direct. You watched this presentation. Mm-hmm. What stood out to you? What is the best looking Nindy? Upcoming? I need the name, the list, the games. Okay, I forgot what it's called, but I. It's, I recognized it. Hold me. Sim, I got. I'll, I'll let you know when. Okay. So here's what I was most excited about: uh, Blaster Master Zero, cool, developed by Inti Creates, coming out March 9th. Hmm. Just a week after the launch of the Switch, wow. Switch is they're saying here it is here we're like we're already making this sequel. Actually, Zero. I think. You know, I hate zeros. What was <laughs> the one they did on Wii? There's a Blaster Master game on Wii? They made Blaster Master game on Wii, and I had to review it, and it was awful. Prove it. Prove they made a Blaster Master game on Wii. You just get it? Yeah, the Prove It ticket's good for anybody now. Uh, Okay, so Damiani's looking up. I swore there was no other Blaster Master game. I thought there was. I was watching it during uh, Awesome Games on Quick, and I was thinking, why did... Why did Blaster Master die? Why did they stop making Blaster Master? Blaster Master Overdrive by Gaijin Works is a WiiWare title Whoa. for a Wii console released February eighth, two thousand ten. And what is it? Is it a side scroller? Uh, it's side scroller and then overhead stuff. 
Like, like and Blastmaster. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it got a Metacritic of 58. IGN gave it a 6 or 5. Oh. I think I gave it like a 5. Oh. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> so then uh, maybe you'll have more hope for this other game. Cause That's it looks... when I heard th- when I heard this. I was like... No, no, no. It, this game is, it is a, it's almost a direct sequel, even if it doesn't take place afterward or whatever. Uh, Brad, you saw this game, right? Yeah. It looks like a legit Blastmaster game. Yeah. I hope it is. Inti Creates, very cool at, I think, making this level budget game. You go to Inti Creates saying, hey, we need a really cool looking side scroller. Sometimes Mighty Number no. 9 is going to happen, but other times Inti Creates is great and has made really cool games. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really pumped on it. Yeah. They did nine and Mega Man nine and ten, so yeah. yes, thank you, Damiani. And I'm trying to think of the new one that's called like a uh, guy in the blue jacket game. I can't nail it down. Is that the top down one? The no, it's a side scroller, and oh. it's it's a lot like uh, the games that I really like that they did are the Mega Man ZX games. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played those. Yeah, those are so cool, and so it's kind of like a game like that. Cool. I'll, I need to hand myself the prove it ticket on what the other game is. <laughs> oh, help me, everybody! Help me! Gosh darn it! He's got like white hair. It's a. It's like a Mega Man game. He's jumping around. Oh, dude! Like Gunvolt? Is that what it's called? Yes! Yes! Oh. Brett, yes! 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 <laughs> Don't you bother! Don't you bother writing that comment! Yes! Yes! It's Thank fine, Soph. Everything's fine. Gunvolt. Uh, Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, obviously. this looks cool. Super stoked on. Is this a? Nindy exclusive? It is not an Nindy exclusive. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Blaster Master Zero is. It's it's exclusive to Switch and Nintendo 3DS. Uh, Steam World Dig Two, not so much, but uh, I'm so pumped on it. Exclusive announcement. We exclusive didn't find out about it until this right. morning. It was announced today during that presentation, and that goes a long way. Yeah, I that that can kind of lead people to think that it is exclusive when it isn't. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the whole biz, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I thought about doing a Rank the Significance this week with these, but it didn't feel right with a bunch of cool indie games. But uh, it's cool to see uh, SteamWorld Heist is very fun. I did not love that game as much as I love SteamWorld Dig. Mm-hmm. SteamWorld Dig, just to me, is just this ultimate progression. I just dig that so much. Ultimate progression. Ultimate progression. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> It's as good as it gets, cool. dude. You're digging down. Things change. Things get weirder. You get better. You get new things. Ultimate the story gets complicated. I love that, dude. Back of the box quotes. Oh, I, I dig it so much. And then it looks like we're getting more of that. Great. Uh, Pocket Rumble is a really interesting game. This is from Chucklefish this Games. Is this the fighting game? This is the fighting game that looks like um, a Wonder Swan game. The yeah. graphics are just that downgraded. It looks kind of interesting to me. Yeah, apparently it's already on Steam Early Access, oh, really? okay. but the Nindy exclusive is that this is a console exclusive Whoa. On, on the Switch. Guess we'll have to try it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's cool. It's it's cool. The I, th- I think the appeal is not just the graphical style, but also that uh, it has simplicated, simplified Yeah, it, controls. it's more simple. Yeah, yes. probably. So I still haven't hit the one that Brad's excited about. I think you've kept your promise, but the two switches you've said so far in the podcast were nowhere near as exciting as that first one. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. Thank you for the mid-podcast update. I'll, I'll try to do better, a little, Jones. A little bit more. A lot of people said about Wargroove. Now, this is a game that very closely resembles Advance Wars, mm-hmm. but with some... Uh, yes. That's what I thought when I, I saw I've seen gameplay of this. Somebody yeah, put, a, this somebody put a GIF cool. up on Twitter that I saw, yeah. And that, that was and an that, appealing GIF, right? Yeah. Just an immediately extre- visually appealing game. Yeah, extremely cool. Advance War looking, yeah. Yeah, really Sweet. cool. Cool. Uh, Shakedown Hawaii I should bring up because that is an exclusive Nindy. It is is launching first on Nintendo Switch in April despite being already previously announced. Time exclusive. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. What's weird? Already being announced and then all of a sudden it's now on 
Switch exclusive? It's almost like what happened with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, oh, why, Kyle? How that turn out? Yeah. Uh, well, so, Shakedown Hawaii is the uh, spiritual sequel to Retro, Retro. City yeah. Rampage, and so uh, it's like a uh, if that game, but it's more tropical, like Pokemon Sun and Moon, just kind of what they did. Yeah. Exactly. They, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Retro City is eight bit, this is sixteen bit, but nice. obviously they're not because they're much more advanced than anything that could fit on a Super Nintendo. But it is weird for a big sequel like that. Relatively big. Don Miani obviously hates Retro City Rampage based off that groan. <laughs> so we're gonna make sure we get. I'm getting this right, so we don't have corrections music. Okay. For next week, we'll have uh, corrections music, but well, this correction might not be yes. in the corrections music. Corrected already. Okay. Um, this is the one that when it came out, it was like making fun of all like the like it was parodying all the Ania stuff. It was very reference heavy. Okay, so it yeah, it got me really excited about that. I was like, cool, bunch of references. Played it for, bought it, played it for about 30 minutes. And I remember just going over to Miguel and being like, I regret this purchase so badly. <laughs> oh, man. This game is not fun at all. He's like, oh, yeah? And I'm like, it's just, I thought a game has to be more than just funny dialogue and references and stuff. It has to actually have fun gameplay. Don't be, I'm not going to allow you to be that broad to say it needs fun gameplay. It was just I was just not having a good time with the, the game at the beginning. You're it's, shooting stuff. It's like GTA. You're stealing cars. Oh, no, this is boring. You're jumping. Really? You're jumping. No. <laughs> good sell. I was not feeling it. I was like, man, I got suckered by all the trailers, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> so big name, big indie names are, I would say, Overcooked is a big name at this yeah. point. Yeah. Ooh, Overcooked uh, Special Edition is coming to the Switch. Is that is it just DLC yeah, they've probably, already released all the DLC probably, will yeah. be included in Great. the special edition. Uh, Stardew Valley, yeah, is coming yeah. to the Nintendo Switch, and it will have an exclusive co-op mode cool. for console. For console, oh, cool. at least first. Right, right, right. Sorry, it's, ex- it's exclusively first on the Switch on, on the consoles. That's yeah. crazy, though. Wait, what do you mean? Because it's on PC, I think. No, the, PC the doesn't have that co-op, baby. No, they didn't say it. They said console. Oh. For the exclusive. Well, I mean, it gets tricky, man. It gets real <laughs> tricky. Marketing. You're right. Nintendo Switch will be the first console to support the game's new multiplayer. <laughs> there it is. Brad, well done, PC dude. PC wins. Look at that. Those ears. Ukulele's <laughs> uh, showing up. Awesome. Yeah, so Brad, uh, still I haven't hit that one game you were no. talking about, huh? No. Uh, obviously excited for ukulele, though. So what does it look like? Uh, it's something death, I think. Oh, uh, flipping death, flipping death. So that's interesting. Tell me why flipping death it's is the, the people that made your... stick it to the man. Yeah, which was like an adventure game that I played. It was a PS Plus game one time. Yeah, and I just randomly played it. And I had a blast playing it for some reason. Whoa! It reminded me of um the Beetlejuice cartoon, Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like the vibe I got from it. It was just fun going around like solving like adventures. I think this one you're like you're dead, I think, and you can like I don't know if your objective is to kill people. No, something like that. It's to make them happy. It's a lot like Ghost Trick. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like that. Trick. I don't know if you're yeah. killing them or. Either way, it looks really fun. Yeah, so I'm down. It's actually it's a lot like Ghost Trick in that when it, when they say flipping death, it's a really cool effect. Yeah, actually. you're like the undead world, and it like goes to like the living world. Yeah, that's yes. cool. Hmm. Uh, worth checking out visually, Brad. I can't take their mouths, man. That's okay. I understand that. <laughs> they have. Think of how Canadians talk in South Park, but then just imagine they look disgusting and grotesque. I like, I like the, it. I like the voice acting. Yeah. And I like the grotesque look, though. Brad's cool. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You gotta... Like, gross Tim Burton, man. Oh. Check it out, Jones. Check it out. Worth checking out. Cool. I'm assuming that's flipping like an, an, an obscenity joke, flipping death. Like, 
Uh, oh, flipping like death. Flipping death. You know. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just checking to see if that's an exclusive Nindy or not. It's not. I don't think it's it not would an be. exclusive Nindy. But it, anyway, the reason I printed out this whole list, the reason why I wanted to talk about all the big Nindies and the little Nindies and the exclusive Nindies, is that they're showing an effort here. I don't. Yeah. I like this. Yes, yeah, this great. is good news. Why do you like this, Jones? Because we, I want stuff on that console. Yeah. <laughs> and and small stuff is a great way to 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 pad out that uh, launch library because I, you know we can talk about triple a and big franchises that we've been waiting for i just want something to play you know mm-hmm. and like i would rather have something like it well they announced steam world dig 2 but when i don't know that's a sequel when are we getting that is, uh is i that might like give you a date Keep 2018 going on your point, or something Keep but going on your point. uh i would be just as happy on that sized screen with something fun like that uh, it does not have to be you know something of, of a zelda caliber obviously it's exciting to get zelda mm-hmm. but yeah, I was just frustrated that I'm like, it doesn't. You don't need to have all of the games at your launch be amazing, but but have a lot of games. Fill the gaps. Uh, yeah. SteamWorld did two this summer. Cool. Uh, yeah, Jones. To your point, I think it's super strong. They're saying Shovel Knight, a Specter of Torments on launch day. Yeah. That that's a that's a they early need that. yeah. launching only on the Switch. Especially because if you're getting a Switch and you haven't played Shovel Knight, yeah. you're stoked. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yet, uh, I played that life. game on 3DS and was loved it. Loved every single minute of it. You make that you know run better on a bigger screen yeah. with new content. Like when oh. they announced that, that was that was I thought, man, I might have to take Zelda breaks. Now that's featuring Spectre of Torments. You can play the OG Shovel Knight. Yeah. And it has the uh, the, the two yeah. DLCs. And oh, you got oh, the co-op oh. now, also, right? Yeah, you got co-op. Oh. I have to buy the game. This will be my fourth time buying this game. <laughs> give money, Brad. I give, feel give like, all the I feel club. good giving the money. I'm like, yeah. yes, you yeah. deserve more money. They deserve more money. Absolutely, give it up. Uh, Their first game too, right? Yeah, the yacht club's yeah. first game mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, and to your point again, Jones, I think it's huge that Blaster Master Zero comes out a week after launch. I think it's almost Great. intentional. Yes. Cool. Yeah, that's just awesome. Just, dude, I think get momentum. Have this huge game, this huge, cool... It's a cool... It has a cool factor to it uh, from people who love that NES game and who love that Wii game. That yeah, a little nostalgia never heard. Street cred. Street cred, Launching exactly. Nintendo console, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty positive. And I, I, it is going to 3DS as well, but I, I yeah, think we'll, we'll I mean, all look cool. at it as a Switch launch. You can play on Switch, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brad, do you think this will be enough to... We talk a lot about... Nintendo really needs to get third parties on mm-hmm. board. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will this initiative, this hey, we care about indie games, do you think this could possibly help the console going forward? I think it'll help it, but it's not enough. It's not enough. like most of these games are going to other systems too. Mm-hmm. And most gamers out there have an Xbox or a PS4 or whatever. So I don't know if a lot will buy it again. Or they're just like, oh I like it's a cool thing to fill a gap, but you don't need to buy a Switch to play a lot of those games, kind of thing like that. That's not enough. But if you got that Switch... If you got the Switch, you know, though, if, if, yeah. a, if a Deus Ex comes out Switch, or a Tomb Raider comes out or something and they're like, oh, yeah, it's also on Switch. It's like, okay. Yeah. If it's the only console I'll play, I'll, I'll play that game on it. But, like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna play the worst version yeah. of that game yeah. uh, exclusively on this system. But, like, a SteamWorld Dig 2? Yes, I will totally play that on this system. Because mm-hmm. the Switch is what point, I play Jones. in my last 30 minutes before I pass out and go to bed. And I'll just yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'll grab my Switch. And, like, yes, I need these small games where I'm not... We're not freaking out and doing graphical comparisons and... And yeah. showing off, oh, it runs so much worse on Switch. Like, no, well, these like it I, needs those games. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's not like I don't think it's going to be a huge thing, but it's a nice thing to fill the gaps to have people to keep yeah. playing. Like, so there won't be a drought kind of thing like that. That they can have little indies fill up space in between games. And what do you? Where, what was the one that said it was like Battle something? 
Uh, Rocket Pocket Rumble. Pocket, Pocket Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, the fighting game. It's a Steam Early Access right now, mm-hmm. but best version is on the Switch. <laughs> Why is it the best version? Because you want to play that thing portably. It looks like a little Wonder Swan oh, game. Okay. Absolutely. Get mm-hmm. that thing portable. I mean, I would buy it on the Switch, yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, the, the Advance Wars game, uh, War Groove, War Groove <laughs> is the name of that game. But, uh, again, that's just... The Switch version is yeah. the best one. Yeah, <laughs> it just gives me hope that Nintendo is talking to people. Yeah, like they're hopefully they'll be more committed. Deals. They're doing some greasy yeah. palm deals, for which is sure. great. They need to, but I don't. I don't see these smaller releases being bad. Like being like a side thing. It's like, oh, we really want those big AAA games, but like, oh, we'll have these too. It's like yeah, yeah. these could be better than the AAA games. Yeah. These could be the experiences I'm actually seeking out on this console mm-hmm. because it's like, no, I'm playing these other big games. I'm playing Shadow of War on my PS4 or Xbox One or PC. I'm not playing that on my Switch. Yeah. But, like, yeah, SteamWorld Take 2. I think it's a good... This is where they have their... I'm sorry. Oh. Do you all hear that? Oh. Oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February. Michael Kozachenko, you can find at Mishako's. Mango. Ikeyless. Need a new car key or remote? Ikeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type an offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Steve Lichman. Life's tough when you're a lich, and Steve's no different. Join Steven and his monster friends for their everyday lives down in the dungeon, battling handsome heroes, muscular magicians, and deep depression. Books 1 and 2 are available for pre-order for a limited time only. Check out the 90-page preview free at stevelichman.com. Neobytes, a YouTube channel dedicated to bringing you the most up-to-date news in gaming and all-around entertainment. Check out their official video podcast, Bit News, weekly at youtube.com slash neobytes. Audio versions can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you, sponsors. That's February, everybody. Hey. Hey. Oh, that must mean this is a producer thanks episode. It is. Stay tuned. And stay tuned next week for maybe a new sponsor or two. Ooh, Might be shuffling it up next month. March. I love it, yeah. The the year of the one-year I hate, anniversary. I hate to say goodbye to sponsors, but I love saying hello new to new sponsors. sponsors. The sure. year of the one-year anniversary. The year of the one-year anniversary. <laughs> 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 they had the year of Luigi, man. We yeah. could have a whole year being a one-year-old. I'm, I'm pumped for it. Uh, it's now time for love and respect. Love, Love and respect. respect. He's got those fresh batteries. He sounds, he sounds so, so good. good. Yeah. I think last time was when he was like dying on us. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. He's got some fresh batteries. Thank you. Thank you to our community who supports us that way. Yeah, thank you. What if you put in like a fresh battery and you played a different song? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the craziest uh, uh, thing uh, ever? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. <laughs> Love and respect. That's what he looks like. He looks yeah. like he should be like. <laughs> Instead, that strange haunting tune. We're getting closer. I'm getting some positive tweets about finding the source of the song. Oh. We're not there yet. 
So at least one person trolled you this week. Regarding at least one that. person Good. is trolling me. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so uh, I like I like when we get news topics that I don't have in the other part of the episode within love and respect. Here yes. we go. Hey allies. So with the news today of Twitch starting to sell games along with giving streamers a cut, I'd be interested to hear yourselves discuss the responsibility of streamers and YouTubers in marketing a game, their effect on sales, and whether you would ever see yourselves selling games via Twitch for a cut. Love and respect, Mika. This is a complicated subject. I can see myself selling anything. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Uh, I hear you. I I can picture it. Clearly, I'm not above selling out. Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I do think, I think there's, I think there's something to this. Yeah. There's something to going, oh, this game's so fun. Yeah. And you have it linked to the sales of the game. (laughs) I, I see that could be an issue going forward. Damiani, you seem to have kind of been up on this because we did internally talk about it, whether mm-hmm. we should do oh, this yeah. or not. Yeah, we, we sort of did. Yeah. We didn't fully talk about it. <laughs> it was announced uh, to the group. We haven't I, come to a consensus. I, I see it as problematic for new games for anyone who... If you review video game, if you review video games and you're also pushing the sales of games, uh, uh, I think that might be crossing the line. Um, mm. I feel Why? like this... Uh, because then you're part of you have a financial invest like interest in that you're getting compensated in some way for that even if it's not them directly coming to you hey we'll pay you to review this game or something mm-hmm. by you reviewing this game and it's also available to buy on your page it's you're incentivized it, to give it, it a higher like, score it's basically like it is GameStop's reviewing games we're gonna put reviews on GameStop.com. Yeah. Also, here are the links to buy these games. Here's a nice review from us about this game. Yeah. It's not as bad as that, obviously, but they have Game Informer, by the you're way. You're walking towards that. Yeah, they but have a you, magazine, but it, you are walking. But every, most people know Game Informer is a shill publication not. of. How dare you? Yeah, Tommyani, how dare you? I won't allow that on the podcast. <laughs> Really? Yes. <laughs> really? I like Game Informer. Uh, they have some good exclusives. I'll say that. It's not a shill magazine. How dare you? Every time I go to that store and they're like, here's a Game Informer description. Here's a Game Informer description. GameStop is shilling Game Informer. Yeah, okay. Game... Sorry. Yes. I totally realized I said that backwards. I'm yeah, really okay. sorry. Okay. Yes. okay. I was oh, very good at that. Sorry. I, I got that backwards. That was a really egregious mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah. They always push it at GameStop and yeah. stuff. Right, but like I wouldn't subscribe yeah. to that if but it wasn't. They have, I get what you're saying. On yeah. the other side of it, yes, yeah, there yeah. is that suspect, the looming suspect that people are like aren't they associated with GameStop? Yeah. When you go in there and they're they're pushing on you, it's a little weird. It's like, wait, you guys are connected and stuff yeah. because there's that connection there that it does cast that suspicion. Mm-hmm. So if you're pushing, if you're just playing a game like on Twitch innocently and you're like, hey, someone's like, where'd you get that and stuff like, oh, it's available on Steam. That's kind of harmless because you're like, that's where I literally got it from. But now if you have that button right there and it's like you could buy it on your page if you're like, hey, I'm playing, you know, League of Legends, go buy League of Legends. Yeah. It's like, is it really that innocent? Because look at YouTubers who cover stuff and all the like the controversies have been around some of them about how transparent they've really been about their ties and how much money's changing hand and stuff. Whether it is publishers coming out to them to pay them for positive coverage, or having financial ties to other sites through the whole, you know, the the betting stuff, the skins and stuff with the Valve stuff and all that that happened, there's people like that transparency there, and this I feel invites that criticism on a level. It might be the most bottom, like lowest level of it, but you've taken that first step now, 
And anything you do after that that involves any kind of transactions involving games that you cover, like that you review, it now draw that you are going to be under that microscope. Yeah, a, 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 even harsher. So, Brad, tonight we streamed a bunch of Wii U games. Mm-hmm. What if while we were streaming that game and having a great time, someone said, "Man, I would really like to buy Mario 3D World," mm-hmm. and we just click this button. Mm-hmm. We make ourselves two sweet bucks. Is that a problem? It feels feels dicey with the whole thing because we review games and everything like that, and it feels like like the impression that we would want to give games good scores and we would stream it because we want people to buy it. it gives mm-hmm. me a weird vibe like that. I don't like it. It's okay. dirty. Jones, is this dirty? Nope. Okay, <laughs> I, that's what I love. Well, I, uh, that well, that's a different question. Yes, it is. This is dirty. Sure. Uh, I, I see dirtiness across the entire spectrum of doing what we do. Everything is, is a, little, a little dirty. You know, like, <laughs> scoring a game is dirty. If you score a game, I gave Horizon Zero Dawn four stars. I could have given it five stars, but I didn't. So you don't see my score on the advertising for Horizon Zero Dawn. You see Giant Bomb, who gave it five stars. We gave Last Guardian five stars. So guess our score is all over all of the advertisements for Last Guardian, which is great for us. So we clearly only scored Last Guardian five stars because we wanted to be in those commercials, right? So you're saying you're in- at face value, uh, it seems so. At face value, I could make that argument. The only reason Easy Allies gave that five stars is not because they liked it, right. but because they wanted to be in that commercial, because they wanted that Bloodworth quote to be in there. Well, why not? I I no, I, it, I, I understand how the, the Twitch the, thing is dirty, no, but that's like oh, I understand been, that. The it's like always in it. you get exclusives, but because you give high scores. So when he when you are like the first publication to have a review and it's high people question you know oh you only got that exclusive because you told them you were give it like a nine or out of ten or higher or something like how that. how could you say no to jones's point though i think it's a valid point you, I mean, the you, way you, we have things I, right yeah now, i just don't see why one is no, like because you're, what you're, the, the consumer's like i understand that but the buying thing through twitch you're clearly crooked it's like the, i just think in every aspect of the review process you're going to stumble across something that you're you're giving your user tons of oh, opportunities I mean, to be like I, wait a minute am I allowed to pull back yeah. the curtain here oh yeah let's industry, pull it or is back getting, baby they, we're getting well, ad revenue on the review as well. We're making money on that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's all sorts of and and, 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 the, and the thing is, I just want to say this really quick. Yeah, I like the challenge. Like that's the thing. Like I I want to try it so we can see if our community's cool with it. You know, it's like I want to I want to approach these things that that make people slightly uncomfortable to try to break down those barriers of like of of uh, I'm trying to think what was the, the the YouTuber who also made a product that he was selling at the same time but said he didn't. Oh, that guy. No, you know, forget about him. The Call of Duty guy? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but it's like, it, it. the reason that guy got in trouble was because he wasn't transparent. And yeah. like, that's the thing is, I, like, I'm okay with things like this as long as we are transparent in doing it. Like, if we have a game that we're excited about, that we scored highly because you knew we were excited about it, and we played it, and it turned out being good, and we made the review that we worked really hard on, you can tell we worked hard on it to express our opinion, and then we're streaming it after the fact, and yeah, if you wait to buy it through twitch through us we get a cut of that so like yay celebration all around it's like if you watch us while we're streaming that and we're super creepy about it and we're bringing it up every 30 seconds oh by the way you can buy this on twitch you know like there's a way to do it that's good there's a way to do it that's bad i just don't think you know by itself just looking at it on paper it's like that's bad that, mm-hmm. And there's no way to do that well i think there is a way to do it so and not be creepy you would be interested in doing this program with twitch uh, I'm curious about it, yeah. Huh. It, it hasn't gotten my complete 100% thumbs up, but... All right, Damiana, you teased something that we have to acknowledge. You said, yeah, I, can, I, 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 can I, I peel I, the curtain back right yeah, now? Yeah, but I want to say something about that. The, whenever, like with advertising and ad revenue, 
there's two things or several things about that. One, uh, editorial is always supposed to have an iron wall between the, an iron curtain drawn between them and people who deal with the ad sales and stuff. Yeah, but like, when you put stuff on YouTube, there's no you iron don't. Wall. But you don't control that. You oh, don't sure. know who's buying your ad, so you right, are right. not being tainted because yeah. you are not directly dealing with the people who are paying for that ad space. Yes, so yes, they yes, can't right. the the illusion of being influenced because. That's what it used to be with publication. Even at Game Troll, it would be like, hey, uh, or IGN or any site. It would be like, who's sponsoring you this month? Oh, I'm seeing all these ads for this game. You just reviewed that game. Hmm. It's the old Kanan Lynch problem. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Going that way. So that that has always been there, and the defense has always been that editorial is never allowed to deal with the people who try to direct ad, do direct ad sales. Mm-hmm. There's a sales department for that, or people who deal with that. And anyone who deals in that is never allowed to do product reviews, because that is how you keep the line drawn there yeah um and so for for pulling back the, the let's the, peel it back um, we'll see none of those people can use any of those quotes and stuff without approaching you first and asking for your approval yeah uh, right. people will be like so it, when when you do those quotes and stuff they usually have a list of sites that they go to and yes they there are some people who probably out there think like uh if uh, if i give a good score they might get on there yeah but Publishers are going to find whoever gives the best scores, period, and just cherry pick from them and ask those people for that. It You might be able to give it a high score, but there's no guarantee that's going to happen. Like, it's not guaranteed. It's not it's, guaranteed, but it's, it's incentivized. It's incentivized. It's, it's potluck. It's a good thing to be in one of those ads. It absolutely is. That's to Jones's point. It's absolutely good to be in a commercial. To have your name on a TV commercial is good. I mean, same. Uh, sure, it's same thing. Over it. Me- <laughs> I mean, same thing. Being on Metacritic, it, it's exposure and stuff. Yeah. But you it's really not telling- the same thing at all. Being on Metacritic, We're, you're on television. Somebody's watching the NBA Finals, and there is your name of your outlet on the television in a commercial for a video game. Yeah. They're selling that game and you at the same time. I mean, if that. Okay, that well, blows my I mean, mind. That that's okay. Worth can see little that's to right, nothing to Damiani. Okay, I'll concede you're right. But if you're doing that, you should not be reviewing games. Get right. the get the hell out, please. Yes. Oh, if yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only reason yeah. that you gave that a high score, yeah, it's incredibly. Exactly. And I highly doubt anyone but fan sites and enth- like low level enthusiast press outlets are writing for that reason because they just want to make a name for themselves. Mm. Big boy outlets, they just think like, hey, we're either gonna get it or not, and whoop de doo. Like. Whenever Bloodworth or somebody like, hey, Nintendo wants to use a quote from this, or Sony wants to use a quote from this, like, just make sure that they use the quote correctly. Like, I don't care. Like, to me, the review's out there. It's public. Like, I don't understand why they have to ask permission unless they're going to edit it, which they usually do. They try and, like, yeah. they say, they have to send you. It's to make sure they don't put words in your mouth for, take like, out when, a lot of take it out of context. Yes. And yeah. yes. Yeah. That's why they have to do it, which is a good practice. <laughs> this game is but, dot, 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 adjective. Like. But if you're using it verbatim, the exact words without, like, editing or anything like that, it's your review's out there. There's no one stopping you. That's how Metacritic exists. That's what I guess I was trying to make the point was that. People can take your words and your scores and already do that anyway. So it's just like out there. So I, I don't what to do. If someone decides to put it on television or whatever, that's cool. But that that chance of that happening is just like that's such a small factor that I think you're delusional if that's why you're thinking about writing a review. Well, the reason like, why Jones so brought that up is back to the Twitch example. And Brad, I'm going to make you answer this. Uh, so. That it is incentivized. We've 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 kind of agreed it's incentivized. It's it's you do get rewarded for writing a great review and writing great words about the review because you can potentially get in a TV commercial. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen very often. But we have to assume we have to trust everybody that that's not why they're doing that. And mm-hmm. so, do you think we would have the same trust in Twitch streamers 
that they're not having a good time, they're not pretending and putting on a face to get us to order the game that they're playing. I don't know. For us, because we do do reviews, I worry about just like losing the trust of the reader or something like that, or the viewer, who think we're just shilling out for a kind of thing like that. And we're not being honest like... So we it's give, not even we give a game a score because we honestly believe that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I don't want people to think we're giving game scores just because it'll give us some gain for some sort of way. Sure. Like, I mean, making yeah. more money is always great, yeah. But I just, like, the, it's a dicey thing to do. I don't know about it. And I, th- I think that depends more on the scripts that we write and the way that we carry ourselves on Twitch as opposed to necessarily the policies we sign up for. Yeah. That like yeah. the the like the fact that we like may or may not sign up for this service is indicative of our trust level. They're like, no, don't trust Easy Allies because they signed up for that. It's like, no, I trust Easy Allies because I watched their streams and they legitimately seemed like they had a good time playing Donkey Kong Tropicals Freeze. Like, yeah. And that's what I like about Twitch is it kind of, you. It, it's real hard to lie like that. I think it's going to get harder and harder as we, as this, these, these generations grow up that are used to reality television and Twitch streaming and just getting just this one-to-one direct relationship with people. That's like, I can't tell, this feels fake. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather that be the determinant than, oh, I just don't like, ch- ch- I just boycott channels that do that, period. I mean, I also want to add that I think for retro games, it's going to be less of a problem. But I get the impression that Twitch wants to push this more for newer games. Oh, yeah. Because publishers want newer games to sell. 100%. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's going to definitely be pushed that. I I have less of an objection to like, hey, we're playing Super Mario 64. Go buy Super Mario 64 somehow, somewhere, through some service. It's like, okay. Let's just say that now. Hey, everybody watching this, go buy Mario 64. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's good. <laughs> Rumors of quality. And Amazon, give us some money for that. Yeah. Twitch, give us some money for that. Okay, so let's talk about a game. Let's do a game. Hello, allies. I've got a game for the panel and Kyle. I'm calling it Breaking In. There are some game franchises which are incredibly massive, and many newcomers want to know where to break into them. Great. Should they go in release or story order should they start with the more simple straightforward stuff or dive into the deep end our favorite entrance into in a series aren't always the best starting point for newbies so the challenge is for you to choose the best game for someone who has never touched any of the games in the series to start off with for each of the following franchises we can't lose yep okay so let's do it no wrong answers (laughs) i'm assuming (laughs) lego games what's the entry point uh, Lego Marvel. Yeah, good pick, Jones. Yeah. I love Lego Marvel. Uh, it's the most wide open. Uh, Lord of the Rings is my favorite, but, uh, it's the most wide open. Uh, you don't have it's to have seen any probably movies. got the most, ca- it, it's, it's got, uh, if, if you're like a general Marvel fan, you'll have a lot of characters that you're familiar with. Uh, a lot of characters that have great functionality, lots of characters that fly, but it's also gonna have those deep cuts, which is like one of the best things about Lego that you like going to play Lego Indiana Jones. You're like, oh yeah, I remember that guy from Temple of Doom. That guy's great. You know, it's got like mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you've been living under a rock, like you probably know Luke Cage and you know, and uh, so even just to, kind of the BC tier Marvel just characters. just New York City. It's just so fun to run And around. it's yeah, open world so you can run around. Okay. Great Any objections ages. to Lego, uh, Marvel? Uh, I would just throw out there Lego Batman 2 also. I believe yeah. that's the one. 2 specifically. Because it's Batman the one where you have Gotham City, right? You can explore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's super cool, man. Batman's better than ever, any Avenger. Repetitive music, though. Don't they just okay. don't they just use like I'm Batman sure and Batman that. Returns like ad nauseum like, over yeah, and over and over and over? Jones, you're always in on those soundtracks. <laughs> this is hard for me. Pokemon. The latest and greatest, Ooh, baby. Yeah, I don't know. I've Do you think so, Jones? That was a whole... Have you read my review script? <laughs> It'll go up soon. Yeah, there's so many Pokemon now, though, and I think that's intimidating. I think it's intimidating to hop into a game. It's like, there's 700 of these? 
But there's not 700 in, in the in game. Sun and Moon. Right. So I, just, I just think it's one of the best things about Sun and Moon is that it's just so inviting. You mm-hmm. know, like, you're like right. You're nothing totally to worry about. There's zero stress. Um, What's up, Damiani? Um, are you done? Yeah. Uh, or Snap. <laughs> maybe Heart Gold or Soul Silver. Yeah, I hear you there. I hear you there. I, I, they were updated, so they have more features. Uh, they still have like too many features, though. Even Heart Gold and Soul Silver really? to me are just over-featured. I mean, everyone kept saying like XY were like the good ones to jump in on at that point, but then they had so much in that as well. Like if you're talking about like it's just too overwhelming, like those are kind of overwhelming games. Yeah. I mean, where do you go? I kind of want to say red and blue. That's what I was gonna do. I kind of want to say red and blue. Oh, not even the remakes. Uh, just a, a, not even Red Jones. OG. You had a good time. Did I you had not? a fantastic time, and I've I've heard yeah. from many people on social media that they did the same thing we did. With uh, Brandon plays Pokemon, and there is a magic to Red and Blue that I still don't see in other games. I kind of, I kind of say enter in that point. Sure, you're gonna let me have this one panel. I might. I'm with you. On what that about? One. I love that one. Just to get people exposed. What? Pokemon Go. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's bad. We're it's talking a great about, introduction we're to the characters themselves. Points. Yeah, yeah, Damiani, I don't think it's a bad suggestion. A nice. Easy and if they like it, you can be like, hey. Here are the actual games yeah. that have the rest of the stuff that makes and I Pokemon kind of think, great. I think it was an entry point. I think Sun and Moon sold well because of Pokemon Go. No question. Yeah. And I th- oh, yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't think it's a bad idea. All right, tell me how you did it. Pokemon nice. Go, Mega Man. No Start idea. with two. Start with two. Yeah. What if it's too hard and I give up on Mega Man altogether? Well, you're talking just Mega Man. You're not talking <laughs> Mega Man X or anything like that. We are, absolutely. Oh, you're throwing everything series. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Entire franchises here. Man. I would say Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 are like the best NES ones. Yeah. They're like perfection on those ones. I kind of, I'm kind of with you. I think if you're not digging 2 and 3, you're not going to like Mega Man. Like, I think X is different enough, especially though. Like that's a, the tricky thing is like X is different enough from the original ones. X is a really well designed game and it still looks really good. Yeah. Maybe next Should we just start with X? Ooh. Doesn't two just start with that kick ass track? Maybe two. Like if you're not into that vibe, mm-hmm. just back away. <laughs> like, sure. If you're not ten minutes into Mega Man Two, being like, Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, didn't Mega Man Nine? I know I reviewed it, so I apologize for forgetting this. I thought they had an item shop where you could buy stuff yeah. to kind of make things easy, like the bird who would save you from falling. Like there was like easy mm-hmm. like saving things to make mm. it easier to progress through the level if you're having a harder time. That's a good point. So I don't like and and if you like, hey, once you've gotten your training wheels off, if you like nine and you can and you can deal with that. Here's like you know two and three, which are the best in the series. The I, Mega Man collection game that came out last year has save states, though. Yeah, I would highly recommend yeah. those. And save states, like, <laughs> saves coming. Just don't be afraid. Mega Man two and three are all about like just precision, and yeah. like that's what that franchise is to me. Okay, and it represents it perfectly. Precision uh, and grace. X. Let's do Mega Man two. Let's do it. Okay, with save states. Yeah, <laughs> Mega Man two. Yeah. Save Mega states. Man collection. Yeah, still like X up. It's just so different. Oh, I love X. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's X. a game, the Mega Man Collection that just came out. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There's your, there's your game. Yeah, buy that. Skip one. Skip one. Yeah. Skip one. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know about this one. It's hard, right? Because this is like a story-based game too. Yeah. Ooh. Probably two. Uh, I love Brotherhood. I'm playing through Brotherhood now. 
Yep. Uh, to me, Brotherhood is two with just a couple more fun things sprinkled on top. But it's, the story in Brotherhood's like Whoa. it's your collection, man. It's, um, it's so crazy. I mean, if that's technically was... like a, a title to buy, yeah. But the series has advanced so far from two. It's crazy to me to go say start with two. Has it? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it it it, it has, but uh-huh. I think it's tricky because with this question, you know, you want to you want to have them play a game that's super fun, but you also want to have a game that that introduces them to the rest of the franchise. They can get a sense of like what the rest of it is like. And you would hope that if you were a fan of this franchise, if you were to hand this game off to somebody, it would be like the gateway drug that they're like, oh, I got to play the rest of these. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering if you're going to play, I always forget the last one. I not Unity, but yeah. Syndicate. Syndicate. If you play Syndicate, why go back? <laughs> you know, like yeah. why, like I maybe go back and play Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, the Brotherhood system with the assassin—I just love that. Like, but again, the story's not that great. Okay. Whereas, like, if you get into that Ezio series and you see like what makes him an assassin, then if you play four, you can appreciate Kenway being kind of different. Kenway, and Kenway. you know, if you if you play Syndicate, you can get you know see oh they're the brother sister vibe and how what that means and like their you know how they want to be assassins and their relationship to the whole lineage. I hear. It Plus, sounds- you get the Desmond thing, which clearly the more recent games were missing that kind of uh, mm-hmm. Let's do future thread. Let's lock into. I'm okay. cool with it. You sold me on it. I was going to say no, but you sold me. This one's really hard. Final Fantasy. Where do you start? <laughs> I want to get into Final Fantasy games. Where Man, do I start? that's uh, hard now. Uh, I get asked uh, 14? Lot, actually. Do you? Yeah. And you say 14, Jones? Four, that's such 14? a different game, though. Yeah, it's yeah. so different. Yeah. So, so, four, so 14 is really easy to get into now, but I don't know if that's why I tell people to start with yeah. Final Fantasy series. Nine's a Nine. good entry point. Nine is absolutely a good entry Nine, point. Nine, baby. I usually recommend 10. Because there's the HD collection of it, and mm-hmm. it's a really solid game. Nine's on yeah. Steam. Looks good. Nine's on Steam. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's so... Mm. Ten's on PS4, PS3, I just, I, I feel Nine's just like that perfect... It's modern, yeah. 3D, but it's so classic. It's so, you know... Yeah. It's the last, the last thing well, Sakaguchi really put his, st- his fingerprint on. Best. Exactly. Yeah. I think... Here's what I like. It's... I, you think about how easily somebody could get turned off too. Yeah, it always sucks to recommend something to somebody and they're just like, "No, nah, I kind of hated the first five minutes. I'm done." Uh, I can see that happening with ten. I I mean I could see that happening with literally any of them because they're all different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, ten to me does not have a strong start. It's not true. Yeah, it's ten's not what charming. Rock, what are you thinking? The blitz what are game you talking going on, about? Man? No, no, no! It's it's Xanarkin, like it's the crumbling. It's the sad vibes, and it's just like it's them just like hanging out at a campfire, and That's you see like, like the little lights. and it goes to him going yeah. to his Blitzball game, yeah. and then this giant attack by Sin, and it's like what's going on? Like all in the like span of like twenty minutes. Yeah, it ramps up, dude. Amazing CG sequences. Are they amazing today, but, though? This actually, is somebody who's just the hopping seamless, into how quick, how seamless they transition from t- gameplay. To, to CG movie with no loading. It's just like a frame Will that transition. Somebody today? I, when I was playing through the HD version, which yeah. I'm going to do a full playthrough, when I, when I started playing through it for you fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I told everyone on the stream I was going to do oh, that. Okay. Oh, crap. Okay. I remember to cut that out. False uh, Zelda interrupted that. Uh, I was like, wow. They, I don't know if the original version had it like this, but man, they really nailed these transitions. I mean, this definitely looks diff- different, but it's like that. There's. Snap! I was like, "Whoa, that's really good." Final Fantasy VII does it. No, they do that. They do where it's the pre-rendered background, yeah, and it has that one few frames where like it comes to life, yeah, and it, 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 it animates it, and it comes to that, yeah. But that's still using the existing thing. It's just playing a, like a video in the background. This is like changing to a like a loaded CG movie. I don't think it'd have the impact. 
I, I think somebody today who's not played any Final but Fantasy I, games. I'm not, I'm not advocating. Sorry, we're on a yeah. whole tangent. There's no way we're I getting to a consensus ten, on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got two votes for nine. I mean, honestly. Oh, okay, I'll, there we go. We won. <laughs> oh, you did nine? I mean, screw it. I, I would, yeah, my vote would go towards, like, find a free trial weekend, play 14, have people make you do the, the stuff that's related to all the retro things, and be like, hey, did you like this character? Did you like this character? Did you like this fight? Well, it's originally from this game, so go play that game. Like That's that's the opposite. Um, Those uh, things are there for people to go like, mm, I remember that. I'm going to recommend <laughs> the one that got a lot of people into Final Fantasy, period. Seven. Seven's a good recommendation, And you got the, the PS4 version, uh, Steam also, HD. Yeah. Good to go. Four. Four is a great Four pick. Four is a cool pick. And not the 3DS one. Yeah. The DS one. So you gotta play the... Ouch. The, no, the why PSP? Yeah, the DS one? No, cool. the PSP collection gotta, is the best get version. It your, get it on your Vita. Yeah. I liked it on the DS. Uh, I'm gonna skip... We gotta wrap up this game. Let's do Kirby, though. Kirby is no tricky. All-Star. It's your idea. I think All-Star's right. I think that's just the or right is answer. it Superstar? I forgot uh, Superstar. Super it's Kirby Smash Superstar. Brothers. Yeah, Superstar. Smash Brothers. Okay. Epic Yarn. Resident Evil. That's tricky. This is a hard one because it has evolved so much. I would have to do my duty and recommend one remake. Resident Evil Remake. I'd have to do my duty. Okay. That's a... Yeah. That gets my vote too. You want my There's no like right answer to this. Every single one... Yeah. It's, like, but such that's like a, it's so new, different. It's like it's so that's different. Like third era, right there. Yeah, yeah. But it's old era, four, five, six, and now. Yeah, this. it's yeah, it's, they change it's, all the time. it's the smallest hurdle. It's I'm, I want you to get into the franchise. This is the easiest way to ease you in. I think four is easy, easy way to get people. Yeah, in. Yeah, four is really good. That's a really easy way to get people in. And it's like you I, don't have to know a lot, I guess, going into four. You don't. It's like you absolutely don't. The movies. Who's Neon? Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, who's this Napoleon guy? So we think yeah. 4? I still go Remake. I would go Remake. Because to me, 4 in its current state yeah. does kind of step behind a lot of genre, a lot of games, you know, Gears and stuff like that, that like that, 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 that have, have, have taken that model and moved it forward. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of people just kind of left behind that Resident Evil Remake model. It still just kind of exists, preserved, perfect yeah. in and that original actually, form. It currently has an alternate control scheme that Huber hates, but is more like games. Today <laughs> yeah, it's easier. But you can pick yeah, yeah. either or, and, yeah, and got HD. It just holds up like yeah, crazy. Those great environments look so good. Still really right. fun. I'll allow it. The Legend of Zelda. Where do you start? <sighs> I would give a link to the past, probably. Okay, then I quit. <laughs> I get this. I get. This. I've never played Zelda before. I play a Link to the Past. I'm yeah. not liking five minutes in. I'm out. I you are one I'm in a million. Zelda game. You're one in a million. Yeah, I get asked this all the time. Okay, so what is the answer? Uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. I think it's right. If the you, DS you, one. I think it's true. I think it's right. Uh, yeah. Especially yes. if they somehow. If Nintendo's smart. Okay. Put it on Switch. Yes. So that, and then yes. Now, Ooh, yeah. that will yes. be the version. Yeah. Go play. That is how you tell everyone to get into Zelda. Don't Go be play. shy. Just put it on Switch. Don't it be too cute. It's called like Ocarina of Time yep. Switch or whatever. Yeah. Don't be afraid to make that money. Just do it. Like <laughs> why, yeah. That that is a really like good one. I mean, and OG Ocarina of Time is good, but like yeah. this, I think it's a little easier for people. Like they made the adaptations, the enhancements. Like the water temple has freaking oh, yeah, like arrows the, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right the screen, there. it's easy to yeah. swap the menu. The character models look better. Yeah, it looks better. Yeah. It's not as tedious to go through the menu and stuff. They just refined it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's really easily playable and it's not too terribly difficult. Best game ever made. Yeah. yeah I think the 2D ones are just going to, as much as I love them, I think a lot of them are just be too overwhelming for people. I think the past isn't overwhelming. So many people, when I like, tell them, like, 
you tell them that and it's their first game to just like get so lost in that game and you'd be like what, what do you mean what? get lost Why there's, are they getting... there's literally numbers telling you where you can go I sure yes I know but I agree no no there's stuff that him. you have to do in the overall but, there's yeah, other stuff it's not yeah um, I yeah, I wouldn't pick Skyward. If Skyward Sword didn't have motion controls, I actually might suggest it, mm-hmm. just because it's newer and just like we said, it's a shorter hurdle. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Johnson, do you have a pick? Yeah. Do you have anyone for Z- uh, Ocarina of Time? Okay, I think that's like okay. the right yeah. answer. I think it's just the way to go for your. First oh, one. Uh, if not that one, the Wind Waker HD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, why did you laugh at that, Jones? It's just you know the history. Okay. <laughs> Finally, Mario. Uh, this is really hard because there's t- 2D and 3D Mario, and they're so drastically different. I've never played a Mario game before. Where do I start? Uh, you either make someone play Super Mario World, or you make them play probably Galaxy. Whoa, Galaxy? Yeah. Brad, is that right? I was thinking Super Mario World or Galaxy in my mind. Whoa. Jones, is that right? World's not a bad call. Yeah, I like world. Just because, like, I'm not getting into the debate of three versus world. I just think three would be easier for people to get in because it doesn't look as old. It, you mean it, world? You mean world? World. Yeah, yeah, world looks, it's the Super Nintendo game. It mm-hmm. looks a little bit better, better, better sprite work. Yeah. So it might go over better with people. It has a few more mechanics in it, but. Yoshi. You know what's a funny thing about Mario 3? It's a beautiful game to me. On the right side of the screen, there's always this weird discolored yeah. bar. Yeah. We kind of just put up with that. It's Can you Nintendo. imagine that today? No. Because there's just not. like a weird discolored bar on the right side <laughs> of the screen. Feature. Yeah. And we're feature. just like, yeah. that is really I authentic could, discolored bar. I can see why that would be unappealing to people. I get um, why you would do World. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's a Super Mario World review out there from the 90s who are like, and they got rid of that bar on the right, which I thought was a, a good call. <laughs> Big Next gen, baby. I mean, I know some people might ask why not one of the new Super Mario Brothers games instead. Oh, the uh, new Super Mario Brothers One Wars of games. those. Yeah, for no. 2D. No. Uh, I don't think they do anything better in those, though. Yeah. Um, Galaxy, just because, while I personally think anyone should eventually play Super Mario 64, I feel like if you did not play that when it came out... Going back to its controls, if you've played any kind of games, like modern games, it's going to be a little bit jarring for you, especially especially if you have to use the N64 controller. <laughs> yeah. But if you play on Virtual Console, it's I, I have a feeling like its camera system stuff are just going to frustrate a lot of people. To someone like me, where it feels natural, like I still prefer that game over any of the 3D Mario's. But Galaxy is polished enough where. I feel like you can jump into it. People will get it. It's mm-hmm. simple. It still kind of delivers on that. Uh, the, the what made Mario sixty four good, in my opinion. I would not point people towards Sunshine and first, just because <laughs> you got to work up to it. You got to work up. You're not paint. ready for Sunshine. We're looking yeah. for short hurdles. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for all you guys do. Much love and respect always, Miki, aka uh, aka Gray Jumpers on Twitter oh, and okay. in chat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Should have asked they were RPG fans. Why? <laughs> Super Mario RPG. Ooh. That is I not an entry point. That's, that's yeah, not that's an entry true. point. That, oh. is, that is not set expectations oh. for what you're going to play through the rest of the series. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't want to do another hard one. We went hard on each other for that other one, for the Twitch one. I don't want to do another one of those. Here we go. This is... Hey, allies. You may discuss this in the news section, but I have a question about the announcement of Ken Levine's new studio, Ghost Story Games. Mm -hmm. 
I, like many others, was shocked and saddened by the shuddering of Irrational back in 2014. While I am happy to see this team back in the industry, there is one issue I have that no one is talking about, not even in comment sections. Mm. Along with being a successor to Irrational, with several employees from the former team, Ghost Story Games will also assume Irrational's old Twitter account! Am I the only person who finds this a little devious? Does it bother you guys that they get to take advantage of their old fans and retain all their old followers? Why didn't they just keep Irrational open and restructure from within if they wanted to ride the coattails of the past projects? I could only come up with one logical analogy, and it would be like Konami turning the PT slash Silent Hills Twitter page into an account for a random mobile game. Maybe I'm overreacting, but this seems like some backdoor shady deals, and I hope to hear what you guys think. Love and respect, D. Brinson98. Hmm. So I love the way this question's written. Yeah, there's no... This, this is not black and white. I mean, it's uh, there, there's clearly examples of this you could do. Yeah. Where, I mean, obviously, you know, we would have loved to have kept our 500,000 plus followers on game trailers. <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> like, actually, this happened with us. There's no way we would have said no to that. Starting remember, Easy um, Allies. If, they, if, you know, if Defy was like, yeah, take it, fine. We're like, oh, wow, thanks. I mean. We'd have been like, no, no. We really want a grassroots. But Jones, like, that happened. Do you remember we, we got picked up by Defy and they gave us like some like offshoot channel for our one of our YouTube right. channels. Do you remember what that? I can't remember the particulars. It was. What it used to be? I know. Yeah. It was, it was Clever Games. Yeah. Clever, clever Games. News. Right. Oh, yeah. Clever yeah. News. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can just take all those Clever News subscribers. But that was Escapist News and then it became us. Yeah. GT News. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. That happens. We did that too. Yeah. Um, well, people sell their their channels too. You yeah. know, they're like, hey, I have so many Twitter followers. Who wants them? Mm-hmm. And you just buy it, change the name yeah, to whatever. So, yeah, so again, I don't think by definition it's creepy. Uh, and for a smaller team like this, it doesn't really bug me too Can much. Can bring that closer to Damiani? <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. We need some selfie time. Sorry, repeat that, Jones? Um, I mean, how many people are still at this team? So it was just this huge corporation doing this, but if it's just a small team, you know, I'd have to really know person by person, like, how many of those people moved over, because if it's like... More than half, then like yeah, I think it's it's their feed. It's the work that they did. And honestly, Ken Levine's huge. You yeah. say um, how many of those people? He's big enough, I think, to warrant the the transference of Twitter followers. Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, uh, like I was thinking about when you think of rational games, you think him, right? Maybe they just as a compromise, they could have on their old Twitter account made a message saying, "Hey, if you want to follow us, come check out our new account over." Whatever, yeah. you know, Ghost mm-hmm. Story, what do they call it again? Uh, Ghost Story Games. Ghost, Ghost Story, Story Games, Games. yeah. Uh, doing that might have been more tasteful uh, in some people, uh, at least in the, the, the this writer's eyes, if they had done that. I guess I personally don't know enough of the, the story about the specifics of, you know, why they shut down, like, internally. Like, what... No, 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 like, who made what calls and stuff, like... Oh, was, we, we kind of know, man. I mean, I didn't. Re- I just. So I here's just, what's up. I saw the news and I just tuned out because I'm. I. 
I like Bioshock One. Everything after it, I just didn't care about. Like I, I played through Infinite. I did. Yeah. I didn't like it. I was, I was just like, you know what? I'm over irrational. I, and I, I was like, that sucks. They're getting shut down. So but, here's my here's but I my don't impression. Know, like, like financial stuff. Like I didn't read all that stuff. I kind of like tuned out from it. Cool. So here's basically what happens. Uh, we might get corrections on this, but this is the general story. Uh, Bioshock Infinite was a hard game to develop and really put everyone who worked on it through the ringer. Okay. At the end of this. Ken Levine says, I don't I don't want to make another big game like that. I don't want to do that. Sorry, 2K. It just I it will kill me. 2K said, uh, we need another Bioshock game that sold very well. We're going to make more, Ken. And he said, okay, fine. Just let me have my team. I just want to make small games. I want to make small, weird story games uh, with Sandbox Story or something like that. I still don't quite understand this concept and what's going to happen with Ghost Story. But uh, 2K said, fine. You know, I'm whatever uh we're going to reduce your team dramatically so yeah please please reduce my team dramatically uh 2k has said they're still going to keep the bioshock franchise going uh it won't be from irrational though no maybe it will now maybe 2k will start up a new irrational studios now that ghost story games is a thing Mm. who knows well someone else made bioshock too right okay knowing that how do they get to keep the rational games twitter handle 2k was their owner before 2k's cool with it so 2K gave the approval for it? 2K will be publishing Ken Levine's game. Okay, then I, I'm i sorry to this writer. Like, it, I don't... Yeah, like, I don't see any, like, foul here yeah. with this. The, the idea, I think, is that, hey, we love Bioshock. We don't love Ken Levine's little sandbox story game. Unfollow th- it. Yeah. Yeah. One click. Like, when they rebrand and stuff, that's your... You see it on your feed. Just be like, all right, I don't support you guys. Like, you're... I don't like you, Ken Levine, for what you did and stuff. You killed Bioshock. Done. You know, <laughs> that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's your right. Just your option. You have that option. I don't. I just don't. I don't see it deceitful. They, they seem to be yeah. being completely honest and open about what they're doing. They also made a big announcement on Twitter. So, like, I yeah. think the, the one of the first tweets after they made that change was like, "Irrational is now called Ghost Story Games. Here's yep. our logo. Here's this thing." Mm-hmm. Whereas if they'd done that like middle of the night, just whoop, what? Yay, we're Ghost Story. And you're like, "Well, you used to be irrational." And they're like, "What? Irrational? What?" Like, that would be creepy. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? So, so clearly something else. We don't use that word anymore. D. Brinson, clearly you're feeling some apprehension. I got to say, that's some pretty front door shady deals. Those are front door shady deals. It's all good stuff. They're doing the smart thing to do, I think. But kudos on you for coming up with an issue that not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of I just wanted to cover the story, too, because mm-hmm. that was kind of, mm-hmm. that was a thing that happened this week. Yeah, that was cool. pretty cool. Uh, let me do one more. One more. When will the segment "What's in Damiani's mug" return? Love and respect, Ryan. <laughs> uh, Damiani, what's in your mug? Hmm. 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 <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh, what's this? Oh. Well. Hey guys, there's a cup right here. Yeah. Hmm. Is there mug. anything in there? A mug. Huh? It's a nice I mug. I think there's something on the other side. <laughs> what's on that? What's should, on should, that? should I turn this around? Sure. <laughs> Is that a relic from the past? Oh, wow. Oh. oh this is GT time. That's a good looking oh, logo. Wow. Yeah. What, what timeline is this from? <laughs> oh, there's something in here, guys. There is. A, is it coffee? It's not coffee. What could this be? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's stuck right now. It's not stuck. It's okay. in your hands. Something Zelda. It seems heavy. He's something slowly. Something Zelda, huh? He's slowly something Zelda. Something, something, out of Zelda. something oh, no. you couldn't possibly read from this distance. I'm now, Mr. <laughs> Ellis. <laughs> Final Fantasy. This is an elegant tombstone 
from Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, oh wow. man, get that nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry, an elegant. It's a USB drive. Tome stone. But this is the currency you get in the game mm-hmm. for doing for uh, running your dungeons. for running dungeons and raids and stuff. No, that's a Tron thing, dude. That's no, not, it's that's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Alien Tome Stone, and it's USB. So woo, just goes right in. Mm-hmm. It's nice because it's this thick rubber yeah, around it. Yeah. Yeah. So all the other ones I usually get, you know, that I see. Or like this plastic one. Yes. And I feel like they're going to... That's from like a fan that's fest? That's a nice USB yes, stick. Yes, it is from okay. FanFest cool. this year. It's from FanFest. That's pretty cool, actually. North American FanFest. Good um, texture. Yeah, it's what you get. <laughs> it's what you try and cap each week to buy better gear. Huh. Yeah. We should ask you what's in your mug more often. Yeah, maybe you should. Okay, it is now time for <laughs> bets. Let's do it. Bets. Bets. <laughs> do you have it? Okay, so... Hello, Sophie. Let's do it. Uh, next week's bet. The Nintendo Switch releases on Friday. Mm. And with it, many launch games. At this point next week, how many customer reviews on Amazon.com will Super Bomberman R have? Jones? Already went. What is that? 18. Wow. 18 customer reviews. Which Michael I think Damiani. is low, right? 25. Ooh. Bradley Boy. Ellis. I went high. 250. <laughs> a lot of sales. A lot Let of me sales. Sw- <laughs> kind of low, low, uh, low launch. Not mm-hmm. a lot there. Yeah. People want to buy games, new games. Yeah. Like Max sold a lot of copies. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. And then they want to go yeah. straight back to the store and say, you need to buy this game for stars. Kyle's just excited right now because he knows how bad of a bet he just No, no, made. no. I did 18. Ooh. I know, Jones. What does that mean? When you bet the same. Well, it means if we're right we both get a point which is nice oh, yeah uh, but it, i don't know it doesn't look good for us let me lock that in please write your amazon reviews please go to amazon <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah you have Man, the power on that one reviews those games get i've never like, even looked at that yeah. yeah it's hard it's hard because it's hard to gauge what is equal to a super Bomberman R? You know, if mm-hmm. you look at a Mario game versus looking at an obscure yeah, indie game, know, they have different. Shaun the Dark Zelda. It's tricky. It's two hundred fifty users. Write those emails, wow. everybody. Mm-hmm. Write those reviews. Boy, that eighteen. That's so crazy. Yeah, that is weird, Jones. Yeah. We're on this. Weird What's happening there? Wait till you wait. Wait till you hear this uh, humdinger. Uh, last week's bet: Horizon Zero Dawn released on Tuesday. Or no, sorry, released today. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yes, February twenty eighth. At this point. How, what will the trophy percentage be for the trophy earned by scaling a tall neck? The towers of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Jones, God. you bet 20% of people mm. will have achieved that trophy. Ian, bet 46%. Ben, bet 35%. And I bet 3%. Dear Lord, Kyle Bowen. The actual percentage is 116 mm-hmm. Now, it's really close, Jones. Ooh. I'm 8.6 off. You're 8.4 off. Oh. oh. They got me, Jones. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to check. I'm going to check in the hour and a half that we've been recording this podcast. Okay, I'm going to okay, see if that okay. percentage has changed. Okay. All right. Okay. I want this one, Jones. It's only going to okay. favor Jones. Jones, it'll though. only get closer to Jones. You're right. It's only going to get closer it's to Jones. It's only going to get closer to Jones. Oh. <laughs> wow. Three weeks in a row. It's on fire. Ooh, wow. It's actually at 12.9 now. So, yeah, it's just closer to Jones. Okay. Jones got really scared when I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got all excited. That means, that means in that hour and a half, uh, yeah. like hundreds of people climbed that tall neck. Yeah. All right. Good job, everybody. 
Good job, everybody, getting that trophy. That means that Jones gets three in a row. Bing! Hat trick. Wow. Oh, boy, Jones. Good grief, dude. Okay, so that brings our total... Total? Total? Excuse me? To Red Eagle 7. Kaka! Purple Pie Pie 1. It's a stupid animal. That's why we're losing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Right. <laughs> Should have picked whatever... Hawk or eagle thing I picked. You've had a good one. I like it. Right. One. Tyrannical toucan. Next year. We'll be killing it. Damiani? Year two, baby. You are absolutely right. There you go. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the purple platypi have one point. And that is because Damiani lost a point for his oh, team. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot about that. He was holding uh, on to uh, the uh, like uh, potato uh, at the end of that episode. <laughs> and that It's not like point. anyone else is pulling their weight, though, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We're also actually getting points for that team. Uh, 46%. <laughs> now here's the thing. We we stopped leveling up the the prove it ticket so that would never happen to us again. That was awful. The like it potato was awful. We can all admit that was awful. Stressful. Yeah. There are there are fans of the like it potato, but I don't want to accommodate no. them anymore. It's a scary no. thing. It was awful. No. So uh, you know, we replaced it with goals, which is fine. Uh, but what's up, Jones? I'm just imagining at our concert in March, like the poster in the back, bring back the like it potato. <laughs> I'm tearing that up. Uh, Damiani, I made a promise to the entire audience that I would give you the chance to win your point back. I like it. So now we have to undergo the challenge of Nephthys. Damiani, now once the challenge of Nephthys begins, you may not escape. If you do escape, you will lose another point for your team. Do you accept these terms? So if I escape... Wait, what? Why don't I want to escape? If you get, if you get if, off the couch and leave scared, this room. If yeah. you get scared during the challenge it's of Nephthys. It's all for dramatic effect. If you get scared, you have to. You will lose a point. Just, just nod and smile. This will all be there over with There is no shortly. going back. We are at the point of no return. We're at the end of RPG where there's a portal right there. And everybody in the party is saying, are you sure you want to move forward? Cool. Okay. Damiani selected cool. The challenge of Nephthys begins. Damiani. Complete this rhyme. We actually we got music playing, bro. Oh, okay. So your music on top of the music. Damn. <laughs> if you want to keep Just doing fill that. in the gaps. Okay. Complete the rhyme. In all my years, I never could have predicted that. But now I'm here, holding an unexpected. That. That is correct. Oh. Moving forward. There are two more switched. challenges. There are two more challenges. Here we go. <laughs> Who is your favorite Spice Girl? Oh. Ginger. Dude, that is correct. Oh. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Oh. There's only one more left, Damiani. Here we go. You're on your roll. Here we go. Oh, come on, come on. You wake up in a barren desert. You travel for hours with no food or water. A yellow scorpion approaches. It says, follow me and I will lead you home. You follow the path of the yellow scorpion and in 44 minutes, you find yourself in a beautiful village with ample water and ample shade. In return, I ask you for one thing, says the scorpion. What, you say? Give me a name, says the scorpion. What do you name the scorpion? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
That's correct. Yes! That's correct! Yes! That's correct! Yes, Damiani! Dwayne the Rock Johnson! Damiani! (laughs) You completed the challenge in Nephthys! You got your point back! That now leaves us at Red Eagle 7. Ka-ka! Purple Platypie High <laughs> 2. <laughs> what a stupid thing we do here. Uh, let's do some Patreon plugs, Jones. Let's talk about Easy Allies. Yeah. And what this is, what this is all about. I'll tell you what's exciting what's about exciting? Easy Allies. We're beginning yeah. our 12th month of operation. Yes. In the last couple days, uh, the, the Twitch calendar has uh, reset uh, getting near the end of the year. We now, we're now handing out gold A's on Twitch if you've been around for 12 months and subscribed mm-hmm. to us, which is absolutely incredible. Cool to see. So so we love patrons, you know, day one. We love patrons that are just signing up today. Uh, any kind of contribution you can make is definitely appreciated. All of that goes directly into either funding the allies or funding the work that we do. And it's just so exciting. Uh, we're, we're, we're gearing up towards our uh, Easy Allies in concert, which will be on March 21st. Uh, tickets, which were promised to go on sale last week, will go on sale any minute now. It's not in Joe's hands. He's trying as hard as he can. I, I, I literally am just waiting for people to call me <laughs> and then be like, it's done. I'm like, yeah, great. And then I can make announcements. Uh, but uh, just an absolutely tremendous amount of support. This feels like something that has been going on for longer than a year, but I can't believe it. We're, we're, we're not there yet. We're almost at our first year. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're, we're breaking records right and left, and we're doing it on behalf of this amazing community that we have. So... Uh, you know, we have fun doing what we do, but uh, we really think that you should get involved in this community and, and meet all of the wonderful people that do support us and, and watch our shows and hang out on our Twitch streams. So uh, you can go to Twitch. You can follow us there. Uh, you can, you know, be on here on YouTube and you can subscribe to us. But uh, the place you definitely want to go is patreon.com slash easy allies. See w- uh, who we are, what we're all about and how you can support us and what you get for it. Jones, excellent work. Yeah. Uh, Brad, how'd you do on your goal this week? I don't know. How did I do, Jones? Uh, you, yeah, uh, yeah, especially because it's a, wait, yes, you well, yeah, that yeah, especially, especially because it's just a chapter, you know what I mean? And it's like, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. What do you, I, I'm actually curious to get the bet here. I'm actually curious. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a bet, but I want a prediction from Brad. I want a prediction based on your extensive knowledge of the game, Final Fantasy seven and your, and your anticipation of the, you gotta get back on mic and your anticipation <laughs> of this remake of Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. How long do you think it will take? Just minimum, median, to beat that first chapter of Final Fantasy VII. 20 hours. 20 hours. Minimum. Yep. For that first chapter. Okay. Just going through. First okay. time. Yep. 20 okay. hours. Okay. Crit path. Probably, probably 40. Yeah. Because. It's probably 40. Because certainly that first chapter, I will probably have played that in seven as well. So I will be able to make the comparison. Uh, We're like, oh, I remember this moment from seven. So that's going to be part of the excitement Maybe. for you? Uh the relevance, you know, if, okay. if I happen to be on a frame trap that week, sure. you know, I won't just be like, yeah, that was fun. Here's this random character I have no frame of reference on. It's like, no, oh, yeah, like, Jonesy. We should, know, we should Wedge and the, yeah, the little robot spider boss Ooh. and the, them going back to their base and Tifa. I remember oh, that. Wow. God. I mean, he's on top of it. But yeah. that's it. That's all he knows. That's when now. I stopped playing. <laughs> that's like 40 minutes in a game. We should do a simul playthrough. A simul stream. playthrough? What are you talking about? When it comes about? out. On stream, one person yeah. playing through OG. Oh my. my phone's going, or my watch's going crazy. OG oh, Final that was his gold OG going Final Fantasy 7, and someone <laughs> playing through Chapter 1 side by side on the stream. Yeah. So we could see them like being played real well, time. I'm sure we're going to be the only people doing that. for me, Damiani. What? Whoa. That's a little hokey for me. Hokey? Yes. Are you... What? I want to stream the game in its full... Resolution. I want to be there for each of those moments. I want to see the side by side comparison. That's cool for a video. No, that's too long. Oh my! We need the most definitive, in depth version. (laughs) Tell you what, dude. 
You can play the old version. I'll play the new one. Cool. Then I'm down. Damiani, how'd you do on your goal? Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You did. You accomplished your goal this week. Jones, how'd you do on your goal? I, I did fantastic. Not only did I work Pokemon in there, mm-hmm. but you brought up Batman as well. So... When did I bring I up Batman? Batman's always a bonus. Because you said, uh, uh, yeah, it's like Warner Brothers. It's like they're waiting to announce something later mm. in the year. It could be a Batman, Batman. game. Yeah. So Batman so wait, and Pokemon got Is that a running so. thing? Is that you also want to mention Batman? Well, it'd be, how rad would it be next week if I bring up a new topic and Batman, Pokemon, and that topic are mentioned? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just keep that trend going. I'll try to help you. I'll try yeah. to help when okay. I can. Uh, I think I said switch a bunch. Okay, Jones, I'm now going to about to hand over the microphone to you. You have the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. You get to promote any Easy Allies video that you would like to. You get the final word on anything you want to reiterate or correct. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Look at this guy with a hat trick, dude. I I don't know. Yeah, I might might skip the one where I reiterate something. I can't think of anything. You're right as the winner. You went uh, through this entire podcast with any, any conflict. There's nothing that you want the final word on. Uh, uh yeah, the you, the first Final Fantasy game you should play is Final Fantasy IX. There you go. There's that. There's the final word on that. That is it. That's that is your entry in there. <laughs> That'll set you up perfectly. Everywhere everywhere you go, that franchise is going to dart off in all sorts of crazy directions. Nine is just a. Pr- it's the new. It's the old. Uh, it's PS1. It's just the art aesthetic, the story, the music, and oh, the character. Vivi, oh, such a good character. Uh, you can find me at Trailer Jones. I, Damiani, I'm sorry. There's a very exciting review coming out very soon from Michael Damiani that I am working on that you should definitely watch later in the week, but that is not the video that I'm going to recommend. Oh, that's cheating. That, that was cheating. <laughs> that was cheating. I didn't say what it was. Yeah. Uh, could be anything. You know, yeah. Damiani reviews lots of games. Mm-hmm. There might not be something specific he's working on. I would like to draw your attention to a brand new podcast that we have put up called Easy Anime. Oh, whoa. Uh, that uh, is uh, stars Mr. Brad Ellis That's and right. Mr. Ben Moore. Well, they sit down and they talk about anime. And their first episode that they did was based on Berserk, something that I'm familiar with. If you showed me a picture of Berserk, I could probably identify it as Berserk. I do not know character names. I do not know that story. Yeah. The second episode is on JoJo. And I, I, I do not know the extent of the JoJo universe, but mm-hmm. I definitely am versed in some of those characters. Yes. Uh, and so I'm, uh, I was tempted to join that conversation. But I'm just so proud of, of Ben and... Uh, uh, whatever this guy's name is, yeah. for for putting that podcast together, uh, actually showing up. I just love it when I get the message from Ben where he's like, can we come by tomorrow and shoot that podcast? I'm like, yes, you can. You're going to come over here and produce another show for us and uh, keep the conversation going and, and bring you know the allies in and um, just, uh, we're, we're growing. We didn't have that podcast uh, a couple months back. We never promised that podcast. Yeah. Uh, we just delivered that. And so. Can I say something, actually? That podcast that happened because of uh, constant requests for it. And I think that that's an effective thing. If you want to see us stream things, if you want to see us make things, uh, if you want to see us stop doing things, just tell us. <laughs> just tell us. <laughs> yeah. If we hear it enough, it starts to make an effect. Obviously, one person just demanding a thing can get annoying. But the more we hear it from people, the more it becomes a real thing. And it's the only way we know. It's the only way we know what you want. And, so, and, we, yeah. and we do have lots of cross streams here, whereas like a comment goes to Patreon, Ben Moore gets it, passes on to the rest of us. Comment shows up on the you know website and the forums. Bloodworth will probably pick it up, pass it along. Damiani's on Twitch more than most of us in chat and stuff like that, so like he'll pick that stuff up. So uh, never never a bad place. You ask it on Frame Trap, ask it on the Patreon, ask it to the podcast. Uh, we it will get to us, and we will receive that note. So 
Um, don't want to make promises. Don't want to be like, you suggest a show and we'll do it. Like, yeah. we, you know, we're, we're, we're doing as much work as we possibly can. But uh, thank you, Brad and Ben, for creating that show. Thanks for letting us do it here. And you should yeah, yeah. check it out. Check it out. Cheers. Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Ebb Software, iKeyless, Michael Kozachenko, Steve Lichman, Mango, Neobytes, Sweet Justice, Nick, Jesse Fish, Simon Anderson, Shayla Tobin, Luke Arnold, Bradley Speeds, Kayla Baranda, Richard Smuts, Professor Metal Gear, David Peterson, Walker Hope, Osama Alarbi, Ken Layer, John Tyson, Zachary Wingate, Beaten Down Brian, Leif Johnson, Jared Reif, Corey Jackson, Matthew Pauling, 44 Stars, Gino Elite, Silent Consonant, Yasser Alusaini, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, G. Levin, Charles Anthony Iapacino, Sigma, G. Ken, Thomas Rogers, Tim O'Keefe, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Nicholas Owens, Jean-Philippe Legacy, Robert Stoffel, Colt Doss, Paul Nalsund, Jason Joint, Cody Harden, Andrew Stoke, Jay Shee, Marcel Giru 71 Frolic, Yong Lee, Paul Judge, Mark Bianchin, Phoenix Doss, Lee Young, Congolator, Andrew Kidd, Peter Davis, Skolopen, Clayton Ingram, Rack, Greg Kettering, Rick Argomenes, Adam Pryor, Brad Lohman, Gary Fair, Cheryl Stopgert Paracchio, Matthias Hasselvig Jensen, Ian Santa Anna, Tim Strothman, Andrew Bailey, Caleb Crawford, Blue Suter, Leanna Alexandru, Todd Yurkovic, Risev, Usman Khan, Jordan Phillips, Will Schmuck, Yo Butts, Michael Besegli, Athena, Patrick Chong, Gosho Gowara Deluxe, Wesley Welcomer, Monica, Chum Nguyen, Isabella Crane, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, The Banana Forklift Killer, Kaylee Murdoch, Joaquin Morovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, Joel Olson, David Wen, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Marius Smith, Turbo Girl, Catherine Lai, Trillium, Gary James, Neil Bruce, Rory McGuire, Ian Bradburn, Juan Yobo, Robert Crouch, Michael Shriver, Sven Von Brand, By Menace, Fabian Schuster, Mikhail Agnell, Ulf himself, Burwa Hama Mahmud, Lars Greens, I Sun Chor, Walid WSF 88, Jared Putman, Forrest Polk, Mike Hook 1, Thomas Einsborn, Jamie Jackman, Preston Swaggerty Haggerty, Mauricio Fuentes, Zyla Wolfbane, Quickscares.com, Alexander Schiller, Neil Brophy, Boris Schurl, Captain Fancy Pants, Yoon Kim, Michael Eaton, Zintrax, Modren, Stephen Cohen, Eric Haver, Sensor Eric, Connor Rosine, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Jimmy Mileson, Carl Williams, Trey Whetstone, Adam Damon, Tony Knox, Matt McCarthy, Eric Crone, Sean Mackey, Leroy Anderson, Nasser, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Eric C., Adam Scherenbrock, Kurzestav Rogowski, Fimo Preuss, Allison Burt, Jenny Markula, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Alfredo Gonzalez, David Flynn, Sean de Almeida, Zach Bardsley, Gibbo, Chris Sleep, Dan Sebring, 
Mokiki, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Serial Gamer, Mike and Tasha Garcia, Michael Favacci, Eric Maynard, Cartridge Brothers, Dennis Franklin, Michael Wilson, Rene Klutk, Gansa Salit, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keys, Manx64, Raymond Lee, Darren Banish, Todd Paxtone, Taggard McStone, Fast Mower, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Luke Mivshek, Otto Mustonen, Stephen Blomkamp, Kyle Bradford, Miles Walden, Edison S. Prada Jr., Ian Barker, Alexandri Breveglieri, Corbin Bread, Zach Latham, Marty Savage, Travis Ng, Bryce Ray Parker, Ahmed Alrashed, Tuttle, Raymond Dodon, Stuart Siddle, William Kirk, G. Sith, Connor Ross, Matt Gunther, Evan Ang, Joshua Vanswall, Ryan E. Garcia, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Eric Carr, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Carlo Zuniga, Ryan Cohen, Adam the Welshman Mullaney, Link 666 Goron, Terence Ireland, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M. Legend, Lance Mink, Matthias Larson, Sean Clinton, Yanni, Justin Wenderoth, Grace, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Cameron Hendry, Andrew Buckter, Rebecca Woods, Barry, Mizek, Andrew Wanser, Gon Keff, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Hudson Bilbury, Christ Abramian, Mac Jam, Caffeine Rage, Kyra Stenrus, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Sarah, Philip Stadler, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliot, John Mayer, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Jordan Eves, Tetra Ninja, Colby Keith, Junior Motomura, Jake Musser, Eric Santoy, Ya Boy Benny B, Sebastian K, Ancient Picnic, Mons Anderson, Elevin Skogheim, Jai Aldiar, Kevin DeBolt, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Pixel Critics, Shahir Khan, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, Poogie Boogie, Peyton Wiederspan, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Kirk, Sandra and Richard Acero, Robert Marquardt, Carlos Gonzalez, Joe Burns, David Tran, Monica X. Avaria, Alan Wen, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Niels Frederick Elbol, Sun Pham, Alex Monaco, Evan Anderson, Fumbles, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, Twisted Heart, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Ciara Wheeler, Sean McGing, Dirtbag Daryl, KBM 13, Dagath, Brennan Rehorek, Joaquim Weiderberg, Christopher Santis, Marco Flores, Tarek Leeham, Christian Hundorf, Andreas Coter, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Jason Shields, Rister EXE, Julio Ruiz, wow, that was epic, Andy H, Lars Berger, Spry Farron, James Kennedy, David Kosal, Remy Loisel, Christopher Dixon, Peter Shoemaker, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Azazel Valkyrie, Michael Esme, Garrett Fox, Christopher Foss, Outcast Writer, Helping Leon, Self-Confessed Cynic, Roman Udolf, Angel Blood Publishing, LLC, V. Kira Ray, Tristan Howard, Hugo Calm, Jeremiah Snowden, Dinesh Patel, Michael Agent, Materia Addict, Robert I, Gonzalo Sands, Blaster Master, Elizabeth, Shannon Gates, Alex Lavanier, Justin Wren, Age Dolls, Adam, Robert Ori Einerson, Phoenix Rouge, Christopher Donnelly, Jesper Lawson, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Andrew Amos, Fat Shadow, Struggler, Grunt Elite, Tense George, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Ian Anderson, Anthony Cabrera, Tongue Surgery, C.S. Lewis, Hasney, Dave Red, Thomas Wigington Jr., Trenton Robeson, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoylman, Reed Marlett, 
Evan Anderson, Ali Khan Sunger, Dale A. Brule, Rerun, Elliot Lubbock, James Blair, Arkham Fantasy, Luis Ibarra, Dale Sun, Philip Higdon, John Ivar Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Christopher Wells, Dan Wen, Impact 93, Siahi Jabbar, Juan, Elliot Moscow, Jonas, Ivan Ponce, John Prey, Adam Warzek, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church.